The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, and welcome to it. I'm Kerry Jackson. Thank you for downloading us today. And we want to thank our sponsors for making it all possible. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Say hey to them seven days a week at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Or go to drvolts.com and shop their digital store using Comixology. I'll see you there next Wednesday. Cabin Fever, inside historic Trolley Square, the place in the Salt Lake Valley to find eclectic and idiosyncratic gifts for any occasion since they've opened their doors in 1982. And Atomic Arcade, open seven days a week, open late at 3939 South Highland Drive. Classic arcade games and pinball at classic prices. And as always, let our sponsors know that you appreciate them making this show happen. Tell them Geek Show says hey. Uh, we are not in the basement. Well, no, well, hell no. No, we're in the hot ass. We're at Broovies. It's like the opposite of Carrie's basement yeah. in many aspects. It's yeah. hot. Now, before, <laughs> I, before I forget, because I forgot last week, uh, that our theme song, which you just heard, yeah, you'll notice it's a little different. Oh, it's it's uh, it's new and improved. New. Is 3D? Yeah, it's uh, it's the guys from the band is called the Beam Me Up Scotties. <laughs> I saw I like what you it. did there. I like that. Sean Lords. Uh, Sean sent us a new version of the theme song. They did it originally years ago, and as I recall, the way Sean told me the story was just like they did it in one take and <laughs> yeah, send it off. And it was you know, and if you listen to it, it's kind of chaotic and you know maybe missing a note here and there. Kind of like know. this show. Yeah, I like our show. I like yeah. it. And, I've always uh, liked it. I always wonder who did it. But they decided that they were going to do they're going to do a nice couple of takes, studio version of it, mix Great. it down. Now we have to do a show. good show. Now, exactly, they've raised the bar. Oh. God damn it! They did do like a lounge lizard version. But uh, they are uh, uh, they're, they got a couple of shows coming up. You can go and see them at a place uh, here in town called the Loading Dock, uh, July thirteenth. It's the old uh, Club Vegas, I believe. Is that? Uh, they will be playing with uh, Be Like Max, the AOKs. The Anchorage and Two and a Half White Guys. So <laughs> two and a Half White Guys is still playing? They're still together. Right. Seven bucks at the door. Hey, the Boxcock kids are back. That's uh, June 13th. Did Ashton Kutcher replace the singer? <laughs> and then the 19th of August, they'll be at the loading dock with Survey Says uh, and Firestarter. In the butt, Bob. Can so I that's, uh, that's uh, the Beam Me Up Ska Tease. I will say... One of my favorite shows that I've been watching recently is the celebrity version of Family Feud. Is uh-huh. that good? Oh, we're watching, God. We're watching Family Feud? Right? Oh, it was just on. No. It was on earlier, but the celebrity version. Because the one I saw... Oh, we always liked it when they did it in the old days. Yeah, yeah. And it was... Uh, the only episode, as I've seen now, was was Anthony Anderson uh, from Blackish. Yeah. That guy is funny as shit. He has always been funny. And then, and always. Then, 
the, the opposing team that won was Tony Braxton's family. Get the fuck out. What? She has, she has the dumbest shit family I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I think two of her sisters are really guys, which I think is fantastic. And that team won? And they won. What? It was what? so funny. That's oh, wrong. my God. Funny shit. And Steve Harvey is such a great host. Well, I never really liked his stand-up. I was kind of like, eh, it's okay. But watching him deal with assholes on Family Feud is the funniest <laughs> shit. When they give him dumbass answers, he will sit there and stare at him for like 30 seconds yeah. like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what type of shit is you? See, I don't know what, to, what took him so long to make that into a series. Because they, they would do a series of specials. I'm talking the old, old days. Yeah. You know, like Happy Dawson. Day, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. You know, yeah. Family Feud editions. And they were always hugely popular and hugely rated. Yeah. And I'm like, well, d- d- fucking do that every week. And what's know? funny, it's, it's not like they're all celebrities. What I, it's called Family Feud Celebrity Edition. It should be called Two, two, two Rich People and, and uh, Eight Poor People. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, because it's not all celebrities? No, it's, it's not- just the Anthony Mackie and Tony Braxton and their family. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and their family. And okay. So, oh, no, or is Anthony it Mackie. just their friends? <laughs> Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Anderson. Uh, Anthony Anderson, his mom is fucking amazing. And like it's just these hilarious people. Okay, so at least they're related to them, yeah. Yeah, and All right. the, the other uh, part was, uh, I don't watch Parenthood, but it's like the blonde girl from Parenthood. Uh, my wife watches that. I don't, I don't watch it, but her family that, we, that she brought was all white job. girls that are blonde. That are listening? That are dumb as shit. Yeah. The, the clones. She's like, I'd like to join that family. Yeah, yeah. what's up? How's everybody doing? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, thank you, Beam Me Up, Scotties. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, as they would say on uh, Family Feud, let's uh, meet the Geek Show family. Woo! Copy ah. Steve Harvey. Big <laughs> money, no whammies. Uh, hi, Mr. B. Hey, Sh- how's it fucking going, man? Sh- Sh- wow. Sh- Sh- everyone. If you're going to do it Family Feud style, you've got to kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> well. Nah, he's not, he's not Dawson, man. I'm not a he's Dawson. He's Louis Anderson. I'm the one who killed himself. Oh God! I'm the host. Who, I'm the host who killed him. Roy, wow! Ray, Ray, uh, Ray Co- Coombs. Coombs. Ray Coombs. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ! He's from Utah. That I'm got sorry. dark real quick. Yeah, yeah, that got dark. Quick. Uh, Shannon Barnes and everyone. Uh, you okay? I'm homeless. Um, uh, homeless. Just a little. I'm the bad, the Badlands. But you can't see me. One place they let me sleep at night is at Lucky 13 on Wednesdays after I do my pub quiz. Oh, good for them. Uh, on the track. I don't know where I'm going to watch your Practical Jokers now. Probably next That's door to me. That's my guilty pleasure. In Practical Jokers, you like that? True TV. Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know. All right. Looked like I could shower at work. <laughs> I'm not really homeless, I don't think. <laughs> I, think, I think by now you might be my neighbor. You're not. I'll, I'll tell you some things that might help you. There's some things. Lisa might be able to help. I out. can help you. Lee George oh, Kate, everyone. Hi, guys. How's it going? How are you doing? Oh, that looks great. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? I got a couple Totally awesome Hulk. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> I'm so happy. Do the whole show like that, please. No, this is, this is 80s Lee. This is so awesome. Sounds pretty good. Do you guys have the new David Bowie? You know what you sound like? You ever watched... One Piece Best Princess. That new Fox cartoon, Goal in the Insatiable? No. No, there's a girl. Stupid. The... The older sister in that you know, show like sounds just like that. Tommy Tone. It's so great. <laughs> Tommy Tutone? No, Tommy Tone. Tommy Tone. Tommy Tutone. <laughs> they're, they're two different, like, very different people. Yeah, perfect, perfect Tommy from uh, Bakura Banzai. He's great. <laughs> so, awesome. 
Where we go, there you are. Yeah, it's so good. Ah, oh, love it. Just watch it again when I get home. Go in and tell Lee how much you hate this accent. Yeah, tell him it's At great. his restaurant. I love it. It's, it's fresh. My, it's my favorite accent. It's, uh, it's uh, 145 is 1300 south. Say one. <laughs> you got any animals in there? You do it. I'll throw you out. You come over with a Sonic burger, I'm going like, to get out. You suck. Oh, my God. So sick of you and your burgers. Just go. It's Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Chase. <laughs> Welcome to Frisch. Can I help you? Yes, Lee. I'd like to talk to you. This is an. No, you can't this, talk to me. This Don't is, get up. We'll this, is an inter, this is an intervention. I didn't ask you on here with your attitude. 80s, 80s Lee has to go. Back off. Trying to listen to the new Men at Work album. We're putting 80s Lee in a, in a gunny sack with a brick. And some kittens. And some kittens. I say we put him in a time capsule so he pops out in 50 years. Oh, yeah. And throwing him off. He's. he's the same way we put Aloysius Dupree in the exactly. internet you know what? Exactly. I'm going to go back to the real 80s and visit the real way. The same, the same gunny sack. <laughs> Look, you're a fat bald guy. That we <laughs> threw them off the bridge on. Get you! Don't get to attach that pretty hair. Oh. Hello, Jay. Uh, where, do you, where do you go from there? I don't, I don't know. I need what Jay is drinking. Guys, though. I think our, that's nothing. I think this episode just peaked. It's all oh. downhill from you're, here. You're, you're going go to the, go to the wild part? I got some new boats. <laughs> I'll meet you at James Watts. Yeah, let's go. We're going to Miss Phil's cookie. It's going to be cookie. <laughs> Maybe we'll go with Chesco. Yeah, Chesco. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get a checkerboard leather jacket. Oh, no. I, think, I think the episode should be called Totally 80s. Now, yeah. now 80s Shannon has joined Sorry. 80s Lee. Oh, yeah. Shannon, no slayer. It's probably the arcade where there's bicycle shorts in public. You know, I like I like the new parachute pants because the zippers don't stick. <laughs> Hello, Jay. Oh, have fun, Captain. <laughs> oh, man. Huh? Hi, Jay. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What are you drinking I'm there? I'm feeling bigger and deffer, you know. Straight oh, this is 80s, Jay. He's What's up, y'all? Oh, that's Funky 80s, Jay? Funky fresh, ready to party. I'm sorry, 80s, Jay straight had a much Compton. higher voice because he was five. I know, yeah. <laughs> Funky fresh, ready to party. I like Ninja Turtles. Can't touch this. That's 90s. That's it's yeah, 88. 88, dude. 88. Can't touch was 88. Well, they release it early? Look it up. I don't, 88 or 89. Sorry. I don't believe that. Look it, look it up. Say, look it up. Look it Tony's, Tony's going to look Come it up. Right. I'm going to say 8990. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the 6th of July when uh, this is released. Uh, God, your show is fucking good. Your show yeah, is amazing. Yo, we yo, had a great time. Feel sorry for the first eight rows. Sorry, guy. You know, it got wet. You know. Splash zone. Splash zone. And, uh, I wore a poncho. What, what date? I'm still looking it up. Man. Dude, I had to get on the Wi-Fi. I this place. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I thought you were. I don't know. Just come see me at Wise Guys. I'm not sure what's what's next for me. My, um, I know I'll probably have something by Broken News, but yeah, just keep uh, check me out at WiseGuysComedy.com, JayWhitakerComedy.com. I love everybody. Just follow me on Twitter. I'm getting a lot of Twitter love these days. Follow me at, at TokenJ. And uh, uh, check out Juarez 2045 Fire, uh, Kickstarter. I almost said Firestarter. <laughs> I don't know what's Fire Starter. Fire Starter. <laughs> yeah. Something different happens when you enter that information. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to all the people at the Nerd Factory where I work. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> oh, it's Jimmy Martin, everyone. I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this shit. I cannot partake in this shit. And fucking Garrett Morris. <laughs> 
Gatmas. <laughs> I can't do it. How old were you in the 80s? <laughs> Two. How old was I in the 80s? <laughs> I was born in 82. Okay. So. Yeah. See, yep. it's just not in your DNA. No, can't do it. I don't think yeah. you can channel that. I'm sure you could wear some plaid and sound sad, but... No, I never got into that shit. You never, well, you were no. too young for that, too. No. You were I, like 10. No, my friends liked Nirvana. I just yeah. I never got into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I look back on it going, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think about the shit that was popular when I was 10. I didn't I, get into I didn't, it. I didn't, I didn't cry when he killed himself. I, just, I was like, eh, that sucks. I didn't either. I was on the radio when it Ooh. happened. I was pissed. Who? I told, I t- when who? Kurt Cobain. Kurt I Cobain. cried. I cried? Yeah, I lived in L.A. and all the black kids make fun of me. And now I live in Utah. I remember reporting it on the radio. <laughs> That's my origin story. I say you fled. I was pissed. <laughs> That's my origin story. Guys, I gotta go. I just cried about Kurt Cobain. They're gonna kill me. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Fit I was pissed. All. I thought it was more a, just douchey. Yeah. It'll Sorry. Never more. Uh, well, I was. I was mad at him for this reason. In that twenty-six. To he he was. You know. He was. He was doing something new. He was being a trailblazer. Yeah. He was being different. Mm-hmm. And he went out in the most cliched rock star way yep. you could possibly True. do. That's True. why I was angry. If he yep. had taken Courtney out with him, I would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, Maybe well, the, it's the really, it's really hard to line a no, shotgun talk about Courtney. It's was, already in your mouth. Actually, it was El Duce from the Mentors yeah. that killed him. I know, that's so good. And then he got his yeah. head cut off by a trap. Hey, mother of that's so good. <laughs> what? Oh. Where can we see your stuff? KSL. 90s, Jimmy. KSL, big movie mouth off. Slug Magazine, The Arrow, The Mediocre Show, and Good Old Geek Show. Ah, oh, thank you. I believe that's... I think that's it. All right. I just have... I wish Courtney was gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, that great documentary that's on HBO, the uh, yeah, uh, Decade was, of Heck or whatever. Or yeah, uh, m- mixtape of Heck or uh, something mix, like that. You have to see her uh, Girls House Titties way too many times. I, uh, I, will, I will say Celebrity Skin was a good album, but see, it's, I was not, just gonna it's say, not because of Courtney Love. It's, yeah, it's, she uh, had a lot of help. Melissa Aftermar, I think, makes that well, a good well, album. Well, Billy Corgan. And Billy Corgan produced it. So, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, but Celebrity Skin's actually one of my favorite That's a rock songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, rock songs. That, 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 the, whole, the whole album is fantastic, but I don't think it's because of Courtney Love. Yeah, all right. The, uh, as we record this, I think it was a week ago, when you and I were in California, I saw that, I guess, her cab or her Uber got attacked uh, in Paris. Because I guess Paris is not fucking having... Lyft and Uber. Oh, really? And there were like riots and shit. Mm. And she well, tweeted that that they were attacking her cab. I'm like, well, if she's tweeting, they're not doing it good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they surrendered to Uber like halfway. In. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing they don't in Australia. They would have kneeled to the front of the war rig. It's true. <laughs> uh, he's still Quad T on Twitter. Infinity! But he's Infinity in our hearts. Infinity. Mm-hmm. So MC Hammer uh, released You Can't Touch This? 1990. Yeah! <laughs> Shut up, douche. Mm. Can't touch Lisa's knowledge, bro. <laughs> no, I think... Fight the power, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and, and in other news, uh, my life's over. I'm 30 now. Oh, it is your birthday. It is your birthday. Join this weekend. Last, yeah, let's last, see. Uh, I tell you, it only gets last better. Last Thursday was my birthday. I tell you, it only gets better. That's a bullshit hey, hey, hey. for me. <laughs> so far, I'm 33. Yeah, a lot fucking cooler than my yep. 20s. You know, okay, dude, I will cool. tell you, that's good. Good to hear. Actually, Since my 30s, I turned 30s are like some shit. Like it, it's it's dramatic. God damn it, it's fun. Okay. You know what's you know what's that's great? Good. Like you're only 10 years away from not waking up with an obligatory erection. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, yeah, are you sure about that? Yeah, it starts to fade. <laughs> it starts to fade away. Sometimes you wake up, you wake up without the kickstand. Huh? It gets, yeah. it gets better. What else? 
So, do so it's not all downhill. Kickstarter. I, I, I didn't nerd out with fucking Paul Rudd in my 20s. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Right. That's true. I, I didn't hang out with six white dudes in, in the basement in my 20s. See? And <laughs> things are only getting better for you. I did when I was eight. <laughs> I can, I can honestly, you did it in your fucking teens. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it honestly. In my 20s, I sometimes woke up in other states and no idea how I got there. Hmm. So, hmm. so you guys are giving me some... <laughs> You're giving me some good hope. I like to hear yeah, yeah. this. It, it gets better. Okay. My, my 30th birthday was on a Tuesday, so which is exactly what turning 30 is like. It's just, oh, just it's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's 949. I, yeah. I should watch my shows and go to bed because it's a school night. Okay. Uh, I hope friends is on. Mine was a Thursday, so yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, our host. What? Dr. Kerry Jackson. Whoa. No, it's perhaps Kerry Jackson. Am I a doctor? You're a doctor. Okay, hey. Dr. Paul he says I'm a doctor. So I'm a, I'm yep. a doctor. Good yeah, bitch. Thank you, doctor. No, I uh, actually filed your doctor to divinity with the Universal well, Life Church. thank you. So you I needed that. Yeah. Do I get tax breaks? Uh, you can. Awesome. You no, just need a congregation, <laughs> which you, you have every three weeks. Right here. Yeah. Here we are. Why are you on the radio thing? That's Fox. when my congregation. You should make your own headphones now that you're a doctor. That's that's my congregation is Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. That's all I care about. X96, yeah. and that's, that's what I care about. You don't give a fuck about the congregate after that. No, I have more fun here. Yeah. I have more fun doing this. Hey, speaking of which, I got my second gig as a uh, uh, conducting a wedding. Good for you. two of them. Universal yeah. Life. Uh, How much are you charging? Uh, I'm going to talk to him. Well, uh, I, you, I need to, you need to charge people. Yeah, I, yeah. I am. Well, I'm going to charge. I just don't know how much. Like I'm, five grand. Ten bucks. Like Ten, fifteen grand, I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm ordained this as well. This minister needs you, some fucking If you give me a scratch. good reason why I should come and officiate your wedding, I'll do it for free. Good but reason, you got to give me a good reason. Hmm. Yeah, because my time is fucking valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. Fucking valuable. Never do anything you're good at for free. Well, I'm not good at officiating You're good weddings. at something. <laughs> never do it for free. No, I'm going to sit there and go, hey, you know what you're getting into? Dumb fuck. <laughs> All right. Marriage is a good thing. Well, I'm going to s- find the right person. I'm going to yeah. start with a marriage. marriage. We are so fucking good at this, you guys. Yeah. I'm starting yeah. with marriage. a marriage. Right, tell me about the marriage. It's my pronounced that we're really good. That's what brings us together today? <laughs> Dane and Dana Grant. Well, this is the Australian fuckers. <laughs> I hope when they say, like, Lee and Rachel Kane. They're like, those are American fuckers. Yeah, those are American fuckers. <laughs> vegan. American vegan. American vegan fuckers. Uh, when they met, he says, I, I saw her bag with her name on it. And my opening line was literally, hi, I see you're Dana. I'm Dane. And that was it. Let's fuck. Simplicity. You can't have a better <laughs> opening line than that. Well, they're oh. the two stunt doubles for Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. When they met on the set of Fury Road. Oh. So at least two oh. of, at least two of the people playing Max and Furiosa got along. Uh-huh. Did they not get along? Oh no. Hardy and Theron? No, they're they're really good friends now, but during the during the movie they did not well, get along well. It was at all. pretty Why? trying because you're out in the desert. They're the, out in Namibia. Yeah, you're not getting a script. Yeah. Yeah, because there is no script. It's a yeah. storyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Tom Hardy really fucking hated Charlize Theron with the wow. passion. But then after he saw the movie, he's like, oh, I see what she was I, doing. I get it now. Yeah. 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 So now they're, now they're buddies. So wow. the two of them, uh, Dana and Dane, in rehearsals, putting them head to head, you know, Charlene's double. And, you know, he says, so the two of us are doing this, dare I say, very S&M type fight. It's a love-hate mixture between these characters. They're very close. There's chains. They're holding each other in very intimate positions. And the longer we were doing it, the more we're kind of eyeing each other up. 
We've said it before, it's quite cheesy, but it really was love at first sight. While we were punching each other, we were <laughs> falling for each other quite rapidly. That sounds like every one of my relationships in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every single one of them. Let, you wanted them to like to be choked, huh? Let me say something about Mad Max. Don't read the comics. Really? No good? Uh, it's not that. It's uh, not they're, they're all right. Um, some of the backstory is okay. Some of the backstory is unnecessary. You really don't need to know. That's what I was thinking. But here's the thing that's fantastic about Fury Road. Here is the story of a woman who uh, teams up with another guy, and they free, what, five, four or five women from sexual slavery. Mm-hmm. Never once is anybody raped. Never once is anybody, you know, we just, we just don't need to go that direction for mm-hmm. the story to be fantastic. Furiosa com- comes out a couple weeks ago, and what's it full of? Right. It's full of all that shit that doesn't need to be there in the first place. Hmm. So, um, and it wasn't even a necessary story. It didn't fill in any gaps that the story didn't already See, have. That's in what it. I was so, thinking: is that it seemed unnecessary. Yeah, the Nux, the Nux comic was okay. The Immortan Joe comic just kind of pissed me off. And then the the Furiosa story, I'm just kind of going, we didn't need this. We didn't need this. So, and and it's not really George Miller's fault because he he gave them the background story, mm-hmm. you know, and then they filled in uh, Vertigo fills in the background stuff and the rest of it. And I just kind of, I got done with the Furiosa comic kind of feeling gross. Really? And that's not what I wanted to feel after reading them. I mean, you know, and, and that content exists in the Mad Max universe. You watch the first two movies. It's oh, all yeah. Over oh, the place, but Especially in the first one. In the first one, yeah. I mean, they're, they're raping men and women everywhere. Yeah. It's just what they do. But uh, it, just, it just did not need to be in this, in this context or in this universe. Like, you, don't, you don't need to see Furiosa listening to somebody get... Uh, get ravaged upstairs by by Immortan Joe. It's it's unnecessary. It didn't add anything to the mythos. Hmm. It, it just is kind of like, oh, here's my five bucks. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so, stay well, away. Well, I have something that'll make you feel better. Good. Do you know the tabletop game Dust? Yes, Dust Tactics. It's an alternate World War II where uh, they develop mecha suits, and so they have like walkers and and uh, mega tanks and all kinds of other shit. Uh, the Nazis actually developed sci- uh, psychic gorilla soldiers, like they're gorillas. <laughs> what? But uh, it's a fun game. It's a super fun game. Movie? No shit. What? Yeah. No, because it's all the the whole game was based off of this artist. This there's uh, I think he's a Spanish artist. Uh, he he did some fantastic paintings of like uh, of these mech suits that are just walking around in Berlin with pinup art on the side, and then they based the whole game off of that. Uh, the uh, director, Ross and Marshall Thurber, we're the Millers. He, di- he directed that. Uh, he's, he's working on making it happen. And you know why? Apparently he was a fan of the game. The That's game's cool. badass. And he said, that, I can make that movie. So nice. there you go. The game, nice. is, the game is so good because you have, you have the, the Russian troops, you have the Russian faction, the American faction, and the German faction. And uh, it's really, really cool. Um, it was with Final Flight Games for a while. I think somebody else is doing it now. But um, I'm excited about Can it. I make you feel better now? <laughs> well, I like it that you gave him the story. You've never done that before. There you go. Take that home, buddy. Take that home. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. There's more news on there. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if that was so, important or not. No, he's doing. Go uh, he's going to do Gerard Way's Umbrella Academy. He's, he's been working oh, on that. Wow. Like, that is cool. Yeah. Umbrella Academy is fantastic. It's not fabulous Killjoys, but it's <laughs> it's great. No, I didn't know there was a dust graphic novel. Fuck, thanks. Well, there you go. I'm going to cherish this forever, well, some, some dust news for you. Thank you. Is there anything that I can do for you guys? You've given me a couple stories. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> let me you see let me read them, but I didn't take them home. Let me see if there's... <laughs> I, 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 Any I was, story I was, you read for me just pisses me off. Oh, no. How about this? Uh-oh. <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't. I don't think it'll piss you off. Climate me happy. Detective Joe West's new partner for the Flash. 
okay. season two. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, is it is it, is it uh, a new hairline? I love oh, Joe. Joe's the best oh, part of the Come flash. on, man. You don't like Joe's I, had hairline? To, I got a it's, clown, man. Uh, it is. Uh, the character is Patty Spivet. In the comic books, Patty is a forensic blood analyst in the Central City Police Department crime lab and was Barry Allen's assistant. Okay. Patty kind of liked her. Uh-huh. Or, or Barry kind of liked Patty, I mean. So perhaps maybe there's something there. But in the new 52, Patty is, uh, is Barry's main squeeze. She's spunky, funny, and fun. Kind of like a Felicity Smoke vibe. Well, there we go. We need that in there. Uh, so there you go. She will be... The new partner, described as bright and scientific mind. It's not going to happen because we already saw the newspaper. Yeah, he marries Iris. Well, yeah. I, oh, by the way, who knows? Well, by the way, guys, no, that's you're you're, t- you're you're talking about you know timelines and that shit changes all the time. Yeah, tell, tell me what I'm thinking of. Pat. Uh, I think the Flash is going to be like all alternate timeline. Give it year. up. No, he's already. Grant Gustin said that they're going to actually have not instead of flashbacks like they do on the Flash, they're going to have side storylines going on of an alternate reality. Oh, that's so cool! Ooh. I got to say, so I finally said sorry, sorry, Charlie. He loves it when people say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I powered through the last half of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! They need to get their shit together. They did. No, I finished I was, it. So I was. I thought not it was bad. a fucking turd. Oh, come it on. wasn't a turd, but 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 Arrow running off to his Malibu Barbie house with with Malibu Barbie and the Malibu yeah. Barbie Corvette. That was a little weird. I was like, this is fucking Here, stupid. Here, I, I sat and I described what happened on the last like five episodes to Charlie, and he was like, and it took me like 15, 20 minutes, and he's like. I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I'm so glad you just told they it to re- me in 15 they minutes. They realized halfway through the season that they kind of lost their way. And well, that they, need the to go back, they need to go back to being, well, they never actually were a fun but, show. They need to go to being a fun show. And guess what? Felicity Smoke, as a uh, love interest, fucking sucks. I'd, uh, she was so mopey and whiny. And um, Here's the thing. She's kind of demanding, isn't she? This is what uh, I'm, <laughs> Charlie and I have decided about that show. That there's one person writing each character then they just smoosh it all together <laughs> because the storytelling is so fucking all over the place just think about Roy Harper's arc okay yeah right. yeah right it's like okay we're gonna have Oliver Queen one episode everybody knows he's the arrow and then oh by the way spoiler alert fuck whatever um, well now Roy's gonna show up and break him out and say he's the arrow and then we're gonna take him to prison where he's like paying penance because oh I killed a police officer but then we're gonna kill him oh but he's not really dead and then we're gonna have him disappear and then Speedy's gonna go find him and then she's gonna he's gonna disappear again and I'm just like oh Jesus well, Christ he, but he, he, the actor actually did that to him the, the actor flat out said I'm done yeah. They they said oh you know they had him for three years on the contract and when his contract was up he said you know what you guys this was a shitload of fun I'm done. I'm not acting anymore. I'm just going to hang out with my arrow money. Is that what my he said? My eyebrows. Yeah, he, flat out, he flat out said. They said, hey, you want to do more? He's the character like, of Arsenal can be an arrow forever. And he's like, really? I'm, I'm done. But I'm, done with what? Why, why would he leave? That's, he's, he's done acting. He just flat out said, I had a good time. This is great. I made an obscene amount of money. I'm done. Really? I mean, you think about you think about it. Even on a show, like, uh, even a CW show, even as a third stringer on a CW show, he's making more money than real people make. Doing real jobs, 
So he probably took his three seasons of Arrow money and said, cool, I bought a house, I'm set but, for a while. But he finally figured out how to act. Yeah, exactly. And he did good. I think but his biggest problem is he's five foot one. The the end of that... It doesn't hurt Tom Cruise. The end of that anyway. season of them driving off to the beach. So stupid. That would be fine if it was a series finale. You know he's coming back. Yeah. Or you have a shitty show for the next you know, couple years. But he can't be Oliver Queen. Or he can't be the Arrow. Sure he can. He's going to be the Green, green Arrow. arrow. People will just be like, oh, who the fuck oh, is this guy? Oh, new guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks a lot like the Arrow, but I don't think it is because he has fuck? green in front no, of they, his they, name. They, they flat out said yeah. they're, going, they're going for a more lighthearted show that doesn't have as much of this ennui. And then you got the, what is it, Legends of Tomorrow show where all of the DC characters are going to cross over back and forth. Legends of Tomorrow pushed back a bit to 2016. Just so oh, you know. yeah. man. Pushed back just a little bit. Slightly 2015, about 2016 like season or 2016, 2017 season? And I like how oh, they, no. they, 2016 is what I they, they They intimated that uh, Detective Lance, or I guess Captain Lance, was drunk for some reason. They're just like, where is it, Dad? Is it scotch? Is it in your middle cabinet? He's like, look, I'm just doing what I do, okay? <laughs> Poor guy in his teeth. <laughs> you know, I just, just want to catch that arrow guy over there. <laughs> his teeth are just too big for his mouth, and I just feel bad for him. I'm the only cop in this whole place. I'm in charge of everything over here. I'm just so I'm fucking angry about it. Over here. <laughs> your, your Captain Lance impersonation is fantastic. Sit right up there. Yeah, you don't mess with me over here. I'll tell you what. I got you now, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I'll get you. <laughs> Should we go get a drink, Captain Lance? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm alcoholic. Really. Uh, yeah, let's go get a yeah, drink. Yeah, my daughter died, you know. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> that poor Irish that poor Irish bastard. <laughs> oh, after these messages. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> a detective Lance. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Hey, if you can't make it to San Diego, they got you covered with their Beat the Con sale. Happening Saturday, July 18th, you can get 20 to 50% off all trades and back issues. In July, here's what you got. Invader Zim is returning to comics this month, and you can read all the new tales of Zim and Dib and Grr! Uh, written by Jonan Vasquez. Lando Calrissian is back. Uh, join us as we take a look back at fan favorite Lando Calrissian and his adventures before episode uh, five. Uh, all for all you crossover fans, there's this. This will blow your mind. Star Trek Green Lantern. What happens when Captain Kirk and Hal Jordan go head to head when the fate of the galaxy is at stake? Find out this month. Oh, I'll be there. Uh, they offer a comprehensive hold service for newcomers and old friends alike. Get a hold and you'll get 10% discount off of purchases over $20 and the monthly preview catalog that comes with it for free with the holds. And so you can go through and look for all the stuff that you want to order from Dr. Volts. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Open seven days a week. See you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts. Quick, call the police! If I ever catch any of you punks in here again... Stop it, man! It's a free country. We'll go wherever we want. Not in my school, you can't! Try and stop us. We're the youth of today. God bless America, limp dick. Welcome to 1982. Punk was king, Basket Case and Creepshow were at the local drive-in, the Jedi returned, an alien phoned home, Commodore 64, The Pit, and Q-Bert, and Cabin Fever started selling cards and gifts. Cabin Fever, now located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. See the most explosive exploitation coffee table books of the year. Gasp at the collection of lunchboxes, fembot figures, and reconstruction, alien and predator nuts and bolts creations, 
prepare yourself for original artwork depicting Salt Lake City and all of its zombified, robot-controlled, Bigfoot-lurking glory. You cannot miss Cabin Fever. Catch it in Trolley Square. Broken news. Welcome to it. The episode is called Butterscotch. I'm glad some of you remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the beginning. Yeah. I remember the beginning. Uh, most of the panel here for Broken News. Thank you. Yeah. Woo. It's, you're, you're a pleasure to come home to. Oh, thank you. You know, uh, yes. You know what I love about Jimmy Slip and Slide Party? What's that? Now, uh, yeah, let old, old, last night, 4th of July. Yeah. The epic slip and slip and slide party. The slip and slide slosh, slosh the party. Thing. Uh, well, it seems that the older we get, the less you guys remember. So yesterday, I intentionally stopped drinking around four thirty so that I'd be sober <laughs> to tell you guys stories the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I should have come to my house because I don't. You don't remember? Yeah, it was like me and the mall or mangler. Were and like, see, and I was the I was the DD. And uh, Sue had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just say that she can't remember you... any of it. Yep. Uber, man, it's twelve dollars. I know. Let's let's let's, Here, let's stop there. promoting Uber. Let's let's promote the other company. Lyft, oh, Lyft, Lyft? or whatever. All right. I'm just saying, uh, Uber Uber All actually has is... a bit of a fascist for a CEO. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the Manglers in there this morning going, did, did we f- did we feed the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we get home? My, well, one of my last memories was climbing on top of Lee and nuzzling his neck. That was so funny. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> Combination of uh, the heat and not getting enough food at the right time. Yeah. And boom. Well, this this usually only Jello shots. That's all usually I there's say. Uh, usually there's quite a few people that are drunk at three in the afternoon at the slip and slosh party. Yeah. Oh yeah. But this was the first time that there were people who were so dangerously drunk that I wouldn't let myself drink. Like I because I there was a point where I was just like because I'm I'm if you know me yeah ever vigilant that's me so. I'm looking around. I'm like, uh, someone's going to be on fire in an hour. So well, well there was her. a fire, but um, there was a fire. So who made those vegan Jello shots? That was cat. That shit was good because those were strong. Yeah. She, Which one was it? Were those the ones? Those in, the ones in the paper cup. Oh, I'm pretty I sure that was cat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that was she, cat. Did she use Everclear? I don't know what she made. And she used she wow. used a strong alcohol because those, had, those were amazing. The, the ones hooked to the watermelon. The watermelon those ones were good. That was Missy Bird. Those yep. delicious. Those yeah. were good too. Those were good and those were clever. Very clever to make yeah. the That's make the jello look like a That shit should be all Pinterest. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure, sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's on it's on Jay's Pinterest, I'm sure. Yeah. I, wanna, I do have a Pinterest account. <laughs> I still don't know the, how, how the fuck do you use it? No, thing? You, no, you told me you're one of the, you're one of the few of us that have a Pinterest. No, no I, I have one. I have it's teacher porn. How the fuck do you use it? You know, you know what I you know what I have on my Pinterest page? It's it's full of stock images of of Bodies in in motion for mm-hmm. uh, illustration reference, so we call them body stocks. So, so it's like uh, just pictures of people moving around, or or illustrations of people moving around. So use those as photo reference, and then I've got uh, a Mike Mignola pin that's a folder that's got like seventy five thousand Mike Mignola drawings. So yeah, it, it's it's all art reference for me. Mine's yeah. all kid ideas to uh, decorate your classroom. Like how do I do this shit? Like look at this shit. I'll, I got I'll, a t shirt, a key lime pie. And some frosted minis. What the fuck is this shit? I don't even know what this shit. How the fuck do I use this thing? I don't know. You have other skills. Don't worry about being like, a Pinterest. Don't worry. Don't worry. Pinterest is. 
And I got followers. I don't even know what people follow me. Just <laughs> Not surprised. It's, it's the blind leading the blind on this Oh, my shit. God. Jay Talk, updated his, his Frosted Mini Wheats folder. <laughs> Talk about uh, people being drunk. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but uh, when you say somebody at 3 o'clock, we almost had somebody drown in a uh, four-foot uh, above ground pool. Get the fuck. Which, which Logan and all, I... All she had to do was just stand up. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Logan and I were talking about that. How pathetic would it be to go out? Yeah, yeah, and above ground. You just cool. gotta do it like Little John and Robin Hood. Just stand like, up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, it goes back to seriously. There, there was a point where I just cut myself off because, you know, and especially like when a certain Confederate flag was on fire in, out in the street in front of the house, I was thinking to myself, "Do these guys realize?" Because somebody started pouring Jamesons on it, <laughs> and I'm going, "Yeah, this this is burning polyester, and you just threw an accelerant on it." Good job. <laughs> what did yeah. I say? I left pretty early. What did I say to you? Huh? You said I gotta go. I have a nice house. I have a nice house and a nice, a nice girl. I gotta go. Gotta go see that. That was pretty much the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Me and Shannon, blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> just yelling, just yelling, yelling at each other. And then you said, "My my left's here." And then high five. Yeah, and I had that. I had to get Sue out of there. She was at that point where it was I won't remember things, and yeah. so I'm like mm-hmm. I, I gotta get her home. She, and she she doesn't remember the ride home. There's an epic <laughs> picture of a lot of girls doing like a high five. Yeah. Yep. And apparently Sue doesn't remember that one. She don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, my my favorite. My I favorite, left at the right time. Then my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter came along. She had nothing better to do, so she's fifteen and she's in the pool the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like we got there at two thirty, she's in the pool until we leave at eleven. Okay, and the entire time I walk by, how you doing, kiddo? I'm fine. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I have never seen anything like this. Before. All these adults. Oh. She's just this little little anthropologist studying drunk culture. <laughs> oh, that's what the, the Mangler said last night. She's yeah. like. Babe, you got some crazy fucking friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was this morning. I was to say, I didn't know half the people there. So, I, I Carrie and I were talking about that. We yeah. were sitting around, and I go, mm, 70%. Yeah, no, yeah, I was seventy percent. I was at about house. fifty. I was so. I was forty five fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I seriously did not know. We always say you can bring a friend, and Kat always says as long as you're not a douche. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think a lot of people just showed up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think word has gotten out. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was, it was also the mellowest. I mean, nobody died. <laughs> no, that's true. The first time we didn't I, have to dig a grave. I'll say that uh, you know, we always we play cleanup crew in the morning. Mm. I've seen a ten. That was a six. Oh, yeah, yeah it, oh wasn't, okay. it wasn't that bad. All right, good. Took about an hour and a half. Good, good. <laughs> All right, let's get underway then. Uh, it's uh, hmm. okay. So the first thing I found in my mail this morning it was good and bad news. I think I never opened my mail. Is it about the guy who strapped the the mortar fireworks to his head and killed himself? No. No, that would be good news. (laughs) Or is it the McDonald's guy that got fired for uh, putting his mixtape in the Happy Meals? No, no shit. (laughs) 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 So he's been promoting his his DJ stuff. He's He's been fucking rapper. That's hilarious. Yeah, no. it's a real thing. His name's Don't fire him? That's a genius. You want some hot fire with that? (laughs) Oh, my God. The fact he's still giving mixtapes. Yeah. The mixtape meal, man. Yeah, I thought Jurassic 5 was doing better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, this good news, bad news. Uh, Marvel has been uh, courting uh, Anna DuVernay to direct Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. And she just directed, uh, was critically acclaimed. Uh, anyway, she, yeah, she would have been a perfect up. choice. I can't remember the name of the movie. Uh, she would have been a perfect choice for it. Um, but uh, she says that she is not going to do it. They, I, th- I think she's the same one that walked away from the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, maybe. Yeah, because uh, she says, "I guess I'll declare my independence from this rumor on the Fourth of July weekend and Essence weekend. I'm not signing to direct Black Panther. I think I'll just say we have different ideas about what the story would be." 
Marvel has a certain way of doing things. I think they're fantastic, and a lot of people love what they do. I love that they reached out to me. I love meeting Chadwick Boseman and the writers and all the Marvel execs. In the end, it comes down to story and perspective, and we don't see eye to eye. Better for me to realize that now than cite creative differences mm -hmm. later. I love the character, uh, the nation of Wakanda, and all that could be uh, visually. I, I wish them well. I'll be first in line to see it. I, I think I think uh, Marvel, though, is really going out of the way to try to correct some of these issues that have been brought up about not mm -hmm. having enough diversity with their directing staff, their writing staff, their their characters. Well, Feige is standing by. We're just looking for good directors, and she's she's an award-winning director. She's yeah. right. a lot of critical praise. Well, I had the director that directed Selma. That uh, they to do. I'm finding it. I think that it may have been oh, Selma. Oh, she did Selma. It, it was, was Selma. Selma. Yeah, that's okay. the one. Yeah. That's the one. Okay, so she is the one that I was thinking about. Then. Yeah. I don't think she's the one that was going to direct Wonder Woman. That person no, that was, was from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and, and, she and when Thor and all that. Yeah. I'm yeah. always the dick, and I didn't think Selma was amazing. Oh, okay. I, I, and people are like, "Why?" I'm like, "I just I didn't I, see it. I I don't want I I, I, I don't want to be depressed, so I don't see things like that. Mm -hmm. Great um, performances, but it was just like it's kind of like same shit, different day. No, like, she would have she would have been a good choice for her perspective, but at the same time, if she's not willing to be in the Marvel universe like they need, that is a pretty big jump from Selma to Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's kind of like I, I think I think if uh, Kenneth Branagh had said, "Oh, I really shouldn't be directing a Jack Ryan movie," that would have been really smart, you know. But. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, this is this is the uh, people who aren't doing the job anymore. Report uh, uh, Skull Island, Kong Skull Island, Kong uh, lost two big names: Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons. Exit what Kong Skull Island Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons. Yes, that's true. Almost Academy Award winner. Michael Academy Keaton. Award nominated. Should have been Keaton. Academy Award winner. I agree. Um, <laughs> Why would they, they? Why would they leave? Uh, they're citing scheduling conflicts. Oh, shit. Mm. Uh, so Loki's still in the lead. Tom Hiddleston's still there, but uh, there you go. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I know. I know. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is one of the executive producers on it, and Hiddleston is working pretty heavily with him right now. We'll we'll talk about it later. But J.K. Simmons. I could watch that guy read the phone book, and he's so good in Terminator. Speaking of Gary, I loved him in Terminator. I, I just I want, well, I just want him movie. back as J. Jonah Jameson. Nobody else is allowed to play him. No. That would opinion. be interesting. Uh, speaking of Guillermo del Toro, mm -hmm. uh, reporting uh, on Justice League Dark, uh, Hollywood Reporter said that uh, he has uh, left the adaptation. What a shocker. Right. Uh, Wait, is that the one that George Miller was going to do? No, George no. Miller was going to do just regular Justice League. It oh. would have been dark, but this this was you know with Hellblazer and oh you know Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, Doctor yeah. Midnight, Zantana. You know, yeah. I, I'm not surprised that he left. But did you see the thing that he did with YouTube? No, yeah. what? Uh, he it's been over the last year, and I just found out about it. But he is challenging young filmmakers to make their very best low budget horror films. Mm, and nice. There's, there's there's short features, but there's mm. one out called Thresher right now, and it's freaky as shit. Thresher? It's not like a Thresher. No, not Under that kind of Thresher. That's it's some. <laughs> it's, it's I was a, gonna say even I could get away from a Thresher. It's a freaky looking critter, but it's uh yeah, it's definitely independent stuff. But Guillermo del Toro's like, uh, you know, hey, make your best movie. I'll I'll make sure it gets out there, and then you can start getting movie deals. So that's cool. Uh, while we're in the DC universe, uh, according to Deadline Hollywood, Warner Brothers they got their hands full with all these DC adaptations that they're looking at. Mm -hmm. They've decided that. Uh, the Vertigo comics adaptations will go to New Line, which is their one of their divisions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll handle the mainstream ones and New Line will handle the weird ones and So maybe so the New go. Line movies will be good. Yeah. Maybe. 
<laughs> Could be. So I was talking with our friend. Wow, Paul. do you think they'll do Shade the Changing Man? Remember I hope so. Freaky that was. Maybe an Animal Man. Ooh. Yeah. No, we'd... Shade the Changing Man was the one that taught me that it was the alcoholic lady, and uh, she would pee in a in a jar. Wasn't that Jamie Milligan? Yeah. For the guy she from would, would, Yeah, she'd pee in a jar. That way she could, uh, and then let it settle, and then she could drink the alcohol off the top. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, was talk- I was talking with our friend Paul yesterday, and That's Paul crazy. loves his DC, but yes. you know he finally conceded that DC kind of needs to step back a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe reevaluate their their cinematic universe. Well, wait, okay. wait, 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 why? Because uh, we've seen one. We've seen one. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing, though, is that we've seen we've we've seen more than one. They they kind of maybe embrace the fun just a little bit. I don't care if they do. I have that. Uh oh. I have that. that. To me, that's like Marvel doing what they're doing, and let DC do what they're doing. No, but you, they, they learned that lesson with Arrow. They they were looking at the third season of Arrow and going, <laughs> "Why is Flash kicking the shit?" Aside from the fact that it was a better show, but when you have the same writers, same directors, uh, same producers in charge of both shows, why is one clearly a better show? And it really comes down to fun. <laughs> it was a more entertaining show. I, I told you guys right. I I, I uh, binged the yeah. last half of the Arrow season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, sat, you know, I didn't do, it, I didn't watch it with Charlie, but I was like, so I sat down for like ten minutes and I just went through the, the, uh, you know, just kind of told him what happened. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh God, I'm sorry you went through that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I only had to listen to it for ten minutes." I think they also realized that uh, the Green Arrow's name is not Bruce Wayne. Maybe it's time to move away from Bruce Wayne stories. Yeah, because Oliver Queen was never that uh, dour, was he? No, he's he was actually for most of his career, he's been a, kind of a Robin Hood hippie. Well, yeah. he did say in the last one that he's finally happy. Yep, yeah. he's his Malibu Barbie car. He's with he's with the Good for he's him. with the cute blonde girl. He's he's it's Ken and Barbie driving off to the Malibu yeah. Barbie mansion. <laughs> and then remember, so I loved it. He goes, Roadhead. <laughs> Who said that? That's, that was the last word of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, but you had to have your closed captioning on. It yeah, see it because he kind of because as they're driving mean, away, that, that crane shot. You just see him kind of reaching yeah. behind her head and just kind of pushing. Yeah, he no, no. fucking flicks off her glasses. It's <laughs> it's in the crane. You can't. You have to look in. See with with my 4K screen, I saw it. No, no, right. The rest of you didn't. No, and what I also saw it here at Carrie's house. He actually reaches into the glove compartment, and hands her a scrunchie. That's right. <laughs> And she's reaching for a surgical glove. It's a whole... Well, that ruins the whole experience. Uh, And I didn't know they had scented body lotion. But... (laughs) Well, smell-o-vision, it's a whole... And thanks to Jay, they had seat warmers, too. (laughs) But speaking of the DC movie universe, I got... Uh, Entertainment Weekly's got uh, an interview with uh, Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck. Every picture in that issue, they're pissed. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're (laughs) very unhappy. You know what, though, motherfuckers? Affleck looks like Batman. Oh, he that's looks fucking badass. The most Batman-looking Batman that's ever been on the goddamn screen. He's so Batman, he killed both of his parents and broke up with his wife. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, this is the thing, is that uh, uh, we saw Man of Steel, uh-huh. yeah. which, which I liked. I liked too. I enjoyed it. Too. You know? Who didn't like He it? broke his neck. A lot. Who didn't? Exactly. A lot, a lot of people I just found out there was a, there's a black Superman in Earth 2 called Veilzai. Called what? Velzod. V e l z o d. I don't know, but I was down at Volts. Uh, shout out to Doctor Volts. Like right before I came here, and uh, Johnny was telling me about uh, Velzod, and it's a black Superman. It's an alternate yeah. Earth. To- is that, is gotta, that for real? We, we got to look up Velzod. That shit, like, which is funny to me because, like, even it's that's that would be a black dude's name in, in Planet Crypto. Velzod. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? 
up, y'all? Bell's on, right here. Wasn't there one? I thought, one, remember when Superman died and he came back as like five different people? Yeah. I thought one was black. Steel. Oh, Steel. Yeah, Steel. Okay. But his, his name was John Henry something. Yeah. And he was a day laborer. Yeah. <laughs> he was an engineer, thank you. Built a nice. But uh, uh, not at first. He was like a construction. Yeah, yeah and he looked just like Shaquille O'Neal. Veils that. But, but there's a whole big article in Entertainment Weekly that's uh, coming. It's the San Diego Comic Con. I'm actually going to go buy that. And uh, Zack Snyder talks about the people who were bitching. Uh-huh. And I was honestly a long time ago sick of people hearing complain about he got all those people in Metropolis, and then he. You know, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, he broke his neck. I'm like, we're gonna get another movie. Maybe they'll talk about that. Yeah. You know, well, and, and you know, Snyder just had the budget to put all the civilians in the in the city. Yeah, while they were smashing it up, because you think about it, that shit's expensive. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, he's oh, Valzad, my bad. Valzad. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's better. I like Valzad. Sounds like a Val-Zod. pill you take for. Valzad. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Valzad is right for you. It's like it gets rid, gets rid of herpes. <laughs> Valzad side effects do include civilian death. So Zack Snyder says um, he's uh, further expanded on that point by discussing why he believes it was wholly necessary to show a large amount of death and destruction when Superman went to war with General Zod. Because gods were fighting. Here's what he said. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, really, that's yeah. the simple answer. Yeah. But... You know, some some people on the internet aren't happy. With I'm sorry. That. I'm, I'm sorry. If you know, and, and it's funny too because if uh, if Joss Whedon had said, "Oh, hey, we're going to be one of the most heavily populated cities in the world," and a wormhole opens up and starts spewing out uh, slime monsters, I, I I think there would have been a higher body count than we saw in Avengers too. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. There are there are other superhero movies, and they joke about how basically no one's getting hurt. That's not us. What is that message? That it's okay that there's other ma- that there's this massive destruction with zero consequence for anyone. That's what Watchmen was about in a lot of ways too. There was a scene, the scene where Dan and Laurie get mugged. They beat up the criminals. I was the first guy. I wanted to show his arm get broken. I wanted a compound fracture. I don't want it to be clean. I want you to go. Oh my God! I guess you're right. If you're going to beat up a guy in an alley, he's not just going to be lying on the ground. It's going to be messy. Yeah. And then Affleck counters with. One of the things I liked was Zach's idea of showing accountability and the consequences of violence and seeing that there are real people in those buildings. And in fact, one of those buildings was a Wayne Foundation building. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, you know, he Bruce, fucked up my building. Bruce knew people who died at and the Black satellite. Zero event. So that's why... They're calling it the Black Zero event? That's what it's being called. Sweet. The Black Zero event. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was there for a reason, kids. It's the follow-up, okay? Yeah. So can we all shut up about yeah. how many people were killed in Metropolis? I'm, I'm actually happy that there is some debate about it, because anytime it gets people to talk about this stuff and analyze it and think about it, I mean, as long as you're not just mindlessly griping That's about it. That's the problem, though. Yeah, it's yeah. mostly mindless griping. So. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, did I read this uh, love uh, letter to Ant-Man that James Gunn wrote? Did I read this to you guys? No. I heard about it, but I haven't read it. Who's James Gunn? James Gunn, huh? the director. I made Guardians. Of that yeah. uh, I made raccoon t- in the tree movie. Talking raccoon. Talking yeah. raccoon. You know, sitting by myself at a party because no one knows who I am. That's <laughs> true. So, he uh, was. I, where I, where I, were you? What? It was at the Critics' Choice Awards. And nobody Just recognized Just sitting there. <laughs> and, I, and I took a glance. I was like, I, t- I, I leaned in the cat and go, I think that's James Gunn. <laughs> I le- and I leaned I was like, I'm going to take a chance. Just in case. Because right. maybe... It's not him. I like, go. You're fucking James Gunn. I go. I just. Have to, I'm a huge fan. He's like, thanks, man. How's how's it going? Like that. And we just sat and talked for like five minutes. You know, 
No one knew who the fuck he was. Yeah, but they all knew his brother from Gilmore Girls. That's true. It's just <laughs> sad. Uh, but he uh, he wrote a fan letter to Ant Man on his Facebook page. That's oh, sweet. that's I read it because the the headline that I read is that he broke the embargo. Broke the embargo. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to not invite James Gunn to the next one? Exactly. I'm sorry, James. You, you can't have Guardians two. You can't come to the Civil War screening because you talk. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about Guardians no, two? The script of which Marvel read and said, "Okay, no notes." Not only did you talk, you praised. Yeah. Damn it. Ant-Man may just be my favorite Marvel film since the first Iron Man, John Favreau's Iron Man. Well, maybe excluding one film of which I'm partial. <laughs> yeah, I like Iron Man 3, too. Honestly, the movie is a complete blast. I was so happy after seeing it. It's never boring for a second. It's hilarious and warm throughout. It doesn't get caught up in the webbing of its own science fiction concept like so many movies do these days, remaining simple and elegant. It's a part of the Marvel Universe without being ruled by that fact. Paul Rudd is nuanced and charming and funny and surprisingly natural fit as a modern superhero. Side fact. Paul must be a nice guy because he and I dated the same girl in college, and yet I still love him. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, Paul Rudd, one of the nicest guys I've met in interview mm-hmm. ways. Michael Pena kills it. This movie's going to make him a huge star. My old pal Judy Greer is in a great small role. Michael Who Douglas never sits is awesome. Down. She doesn't. No, never. She's always, never. She's always busy everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I think all of Peyton Reed's years directing have led him to making something as deft and nimble and joyous as this. He did, excuse me, an incredible job. And despite Edgar Wright's parting from Marvel, his spirit is felt throughout the entire project, and there is no doubt everyone owes him a huge debt of gratitude. I left the theater incredibly happy. So often I see movies by people I love which are just okay. It's great to love a movie as much as I love people who made it. There you go. I am so happy because uh, every year on my wife's birthday I have to plan things to do on my wife's birthday mm-hmm. well thank you for releasing this movie on my wife's birthday well, there you go. so i've got it i've got it pretty much taken care of you know yeah, man. all i have to do is get her new ball gag and we're ready to go uh let's Jesus. see she uh, up last night well that's at, for me at the uh at the party she goes what am i doing hanging out with all these skinny bitches <laughs> <laughs> wow all right <laughs> Then she laughed. She's so classy. Um, oh, okay. Um, so we uh, we heard about uh, what's going on with Miles Morales in the yeah. comic book as Spider Man. Yeah. He's he is Spider Man. He's well, he's one of the Spider Men, but he's got his own title, Spider Man. He's in the Marvel Universe coming is in, in the, September. Is he in the six one six now? He will uh-huh. be in the six one six now. Because I, I noticed, I noticed there, that Gwen's not staying. She's going back to her universe. Is she? Yeah. No, I think she's staying, but the. The series that's coming out will be in the old universe. Will be in her. It, tell her because her origin's never been told. Well, her origin's never been told, and and I've been reading. I love her rogues gallery. It's so fucking goofy. Huh. Her rogues gallery is is just flat out awesome. It's completely its own thing. It's not it's not dependent on the other uh, Spider Man rogues oh, nice. gallery. So were, so were everyone people, hmm? were people really bitching that it wasn't called Amazing Spider Man? Well, here's I heard the thing. About that. Here's the there's, thing: is that there's two titles. Oh. There's Spider Man with Miles Morales and the Amazing Spider Man with Peter Parker. With Peter Parker. Okay. So the, and, you'll get two Spider Man yeah, titles. And the difference is, uh, Miles Morales is in New York, mm-hmm. kind of taking over the Superman. I mean, the Spider Man job in, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, where's Pete? Well, here's Pete, the, yeah. Here's the thing. This is very exciting about him. <laughs> uh, so we got uh, Dan Slott, who's He's the been writer. Doing a great job with mm-hmm. Spider Man. Uh, he says, with Miles filling the angsty teenager role, Peter will embrace adulthood as a globe-spanning entrepreneur and yep. inventor. And who does he owe that to? Think a clean version of Tony Stark. He owes hmm. that to Dr. Octopus. Yeah, because Dr. Octopus, when he took over his body, looked around and said, you didn't finish your 
doctorate. Parker, you fool! Mm-hmm. <laughs> created Parker Industries. Created Parker Industries. Hired uh, hired some of the best scientists in the world, and uh, and and so he's up there with Tony Stark now. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor. In one year, in That's one so in, cool. In one year, Doc Ock turned Peter Parker into a poor that, uh, a poor scrapping idiot. I'm it's, telling you, all you nerds who bitched about Superior Spider Man, go back amazing. and read it. Go back and it read was it. So good, it was good. So Especially they're, they're still riffing off that story. Yeah. Oh, it's, it still has repercussions. Even in Spider Verse, when he runs into Doc Ock in Spider Man's body, and and he's like, "Oh, this is this is a Parker from a previous timeline. It's actually future Parker." And Peter's like, oh, "I'm just gonna let him believe it." Um, <laughs> so he's he's got Parker Industries. He's got a new high tech costume designed by Alex Ross. The new angle will take Spidey across the world to look for more globe trotting adventures. Uh, so here it is. He's operating with Parker Industries, not just in New York, but also Shanghai, San Francisco, and London. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a far more global Spider-Man, and with all that's going to come new global threats that will really test Spider-Man like never before. Uh, this is when you're reading uh, Peter Parker, Amazing Spider-Man, you're going to get the Spider-Man you've been reading about since 62 going to all new levels. Uh, can He do street? He can do street stuff, but uh, he can do that times 10 now. It's everything. Uh, that you care about, amped up to a level you've never seen before. It's not just this guy is Spider-Man or that guy is Spider-Man. Peter Parker isn't just the greatest Spider-Man. We're taking, we're, we're out to make him the world's greatest superhero, and that That's will be awesome. in October. Because I love nice. it. That's one of the things when Otto took over his body, and he realized that Parker was spending so much time fighting crime that he didn't have a life. So he created mm-hmm. all these spider bots, and then he got himself a spider army of mm-hmm. like fucking henchmen dressed up in spider costumes mm-hmm. that were flying around New York. and That's cool. So he, so he could have a life. <laughs> so that he can finish college and start an industry and, and, and date a little person. So he was the superior Spider-Man. Yes, he was. That's kick-ass. Go back and read that, you and, guys. And, and, and his, uh, his riffing was some of the best. Because <laughs> you know, it was like old-school movie villains. Yeah, because instead of, instead of sitting down there and like riffing a bunch of puns at people while he's beating them up, <laughs> oh, you imbeciles! <laughs> Drat, you layabout! <laughs> <laughs> you know? he's, he's cursing him out like Basil Rathbone. It was know? funny. And speaking of comics, uh, let's see. We got the plot revealed for uh, uh, Star Wars, Lee. Star Wars. Uh, it's the uh, the comic book that bridges Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens. Oh, is this after Aftershocks? Uh, this is, uh, let's see, it's the Marvel prequel comic called Shattered Empire. Shattered Empire, yeah. Uh, Greg Rucka is writing it. Oh, cool. Greg Rucka? Yes. Wow. Uh, here's the plot synopsis. Emperor, find out why no one's seen Luke for 30 years. Yeah. Emperor Palpatine's 20-year reign of terror came to an abrupt and fiery end in the skies above Endor. A decisive victory for the Rebel Alliance, to be sure, but even with that loss of its leadership, the Empire's moths and regional governors retained their hold on important systems from the core to the Outer Rim, thanks to the might of the Imperial Fleet. Uh, now with a uh, power vacuum atop of the Empire, those moths will jockey for position and control, and the heroes of the Rebel Alliance will soon discover that a uh, wounded and fractious Empire may be more dangerous than any threat they've faced before. I'm gonna make Ooh. I'm gonna make one of my amazing predictions here. Mm-hmm. They're they're borrowing heavily from the uh, history of Russia for the last thirty years because the Soviet Empire fell. You know the the Soviet Empire collapsed, and mm-hmm. uh, you had Gorbachev, and you had an attempt at democracy. And then the mob took over. Mm. And then you end up with Yeltsin, who is kind of a glory of Imperial Russia fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like, And so here you have the First Order. You have the, the new... So the Empire's around. They're still pissed. They're still pissed, but they're yeah. they're they're ununified. They're like yeah. they're basically like scrabbling mobsters. But then you get this Yeltsin type, this person who takes over and starts uh, reassembling this, this shattered empire. Uh, it seems like there's an obsession with old artifacts. 
like Vader's mask, hmm. Luke's lightsaber, all yeah. this other stuff. So they, they seem to be collecting that shit, and they look they look very shiny in chrome. Well, the uh, the first uh, issue, it's a four-issue limited series, uh, September 2nd, my birthday. Oh, oh wow. Right. We are so close, guys. Like, less than 200 <laughs> days. <laughs> to the Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. To the Star Wars? And the, the first episode of the season two of, of Rebels was phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. this was scary episode four, Manic Vader. Just hunting people down and, and throwing shit at them with the force, you know, it's, <laughs> it's freaky. Uh, let's see now. Before we get to the Terminator Genesis review, uh, just some quick Comic Con news. Uh, first of all, San Diego Comic Con has signed a deal uh, with whoever it is they signed it with uh, to stay in San Diego through 2018. Uh, so that is a deal. That is a deal. So the, the mayor of San Diego tweeted it. Uh, says uh, they will stay through 2018. You're going to build upon your con- uh, yeah, their convention. Center? Their convention center won't let them go any higher. So <clears throat> there is a plan to do it, and I saw it. Yeah, and it would work. Yeah, it's just a matter of someone to pull the trigger. Right, and if they don't, they're going to leave. The, the plan you saw what goes up? It doesn't quite go up. It it goes kind of out and. They don't have it's, any fucking it's room. It's a whole thing, yeah. They need a bigger spot. They need to go to Las Vegas, period. Mm-hmm. Vegas or yeah, LA? LA has enough room. Yeah. A- LA or Vegas? They really do need well, it. I think if we went to Space Vegas, it'd be even better. Mm-hmm. Space Vegas? Space yeah. Vegas. Lisa's, why do you have access to all this? <laughs> Lisa's. So there's that. And, uh, Come in, with me, we're going to Space Vegas. <laughs> in related news, uh, here in Salt Lake City, where this podcast originates from, our comic-con salt lake comic-con uh is being sued by san diego comic-con it is official yeah official official official. um couldn't couldn't they take that lawsuit money and maybe build out their convention center you'd think yeah because uh you're you're gonna fight and you know spend an awful lot of money and And find out that you as as jimmy puts it you can't earn the tone the term boat show yeah no you know no (laughs) I mean, try, uh, trust Fuck me. You, I, Cincinnati, I tried that's to. Mine. I tried to sue muscular guys for gun show all the time. Gun show, mm-hmm. can't own that. I, I'll give them because I, I. I think I read somewhere that they do own Comic Dash Con. Okay, sure, and, great. And if you look at any other Comic Con, Salt Lake's included, yeah. they don't have the dash. They you just call it Comic Con. It describes what it's. It means so like they, saying, you, "I'm no, you can't use garage sale. That's mine." Oh, I'm sorry. You, you also. I don't think you can copyright a, a punctuation. I, no, they have the hyphen. That's amazing. That they, they did were trademark allowed, that. They were allowed the hyphen. Yeah, okay, that's what they got. They tried to go for a comic. Cool. Well, we don't have that. We're also not the first to use it. So, mm, yeah. oh, but they're for some reason coming after our guys because so. we were huge from the very beginning. That's yeah. why we well, were we, in the top five the nerd, cons. It's the nerdiest state in America, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like per capita, we are the nerdiest state in America. Well, and it's it's been consistently one of the top five cons ever since its and debut, and that's and not, not even counting Fanex. And maybe, they, also, maybe they're realizing that people are not going to be heartbroken not to go to San Diego. Like, I'm not heartbroken to not go to San Diego this year, because we've got a badass con coming up in September. But, uh, uh, Jimmy and I have been speaking with uh, Brian and Dan, the yep. guys that run Comic-Con, and, oh, they announced uh, Anthony Daniels. Yeah! Oh, I know. Uh, Jimmy you know, and I, Jimmy and I worked out the plot last night of our meet and greet with Anthony Daniels. We're going to hold corn dogs. We're not only that, we're getting special edition Geek Show recognizer t shirts. I was going to say, you realize he will have no idea. Yeah. I don't care. It, yeah. That makes it even better. Everybody else will. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there are people who listen to this show who barely understand that. Bring yes. two corn dogs to the recognizer. Yes, <laughs> but if we have two corn dogs and recognizer t shirts and we're standing there smiling with Anthony Daniels, we will break the internet. <laughs> I'll <laughs> never forget, I listened to the show every once in a while, and like, I had that played in my ear uh, through a headphone. 
And all of a sudden, I hear Shannon say, bring two corn dogs to the recognizer. And I started like laughing so hard, but like Kat was still asleep, so I was trying to hide it. So I'm going, <laughs> and Kat goes, are you crying? <laughs> I, just, I just remember standing under the giant recognizer in California Adventure, and it said Geek Show says, hey, and I just about freaked out yep. and ran away. Yep. Our, our spies are everywhere, yeah. and we thank you. Uh, Brian also wanted me to pass along that they've got a couple of big announcements coming in the next week or so. One involving involving Marvel, and one involving Lord of the Rings. So nice. Stay tuned. Well, and, they've already got Sean Astin, and uh, and we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we're Cat'll all be there too. Oh, will we ever be there? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So come see us. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, move along to uh, well, anything besides Terminator. This yeah. This weekend. Yeah, banana hammocks. Oh, Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, let's just. I keep hearing that this was actually like good. What's this? Well, you heard wrong, bud. You heard dead. <laughs> I don't know fucking who you've wrong. been talking to, but uh, <laughs> it's been talking to women. That, okay, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's okay. Because I heard a lot of women that loved it. Yeah, well, no, I, I had I, a couple friends who said flat out, you know, just seriously, you just go and watch the watch the the, the dog the shaking. Grinding. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing: the, the press screening was actually going on when Karen and I were down in L.A. for mm-hmm. uh, Ant Man. And so uh, I had to go see it at a public screening because it came out this past Wednesday because of the Fourth of July weekend. Uh, I-, I went to that new Cinemark with the you know the the, the laid back chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. What what does a, a room hold like 50, 60, somewhere around there? Uh, about sixty, mm-hmm. give or take. Uh, I think it was the only dude in there. Felt a little weird. I was like, I'm here for my job. Stop mm-hmm. looking at me fucking like I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to ruin your party, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> we can't be ourselves in front of you. And mm. so, uh, well, uh, shame on the lady next to me who brought her four-year-old son. Mm. That's fucking weird. That is weird. And so uh, the story is, I mean, and we're grasping at straws for a story, is that Mike is out of the business, but they're going to do one last ride and go to a stripper convention that does exist in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Yep. Based on actual events. Uh, he lives dun, in Tampa. Dun. So here's the first thing. Uh, I'm from that area. I know how long it takes to drive from Tampa to Myrtle Beach. It's eight hours. Does not take three days to di- drive to fucking Myrtle Beach. <laughs> this movie oh, could have been gotta, 45 minutes long. You got to stop fine. and dance. No, yeah. Don't you watch Footloose and show these things? <laughs> you got to stop and dance. Just don't, don't pull over in Jacksonville going, man, that was a hard day's drive. Like, I got to dance Fuck you. That was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they couldn't drive the entire time. They had to stop and work out. No, they had to stop and that talk takes to- time. I've, I've, okay, I, I've come to a point. We gotta find a twenty-four hour fitness around here, guys. They had to stop in Savannah and talk to fucking Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. I heard. Okay, I fucking hate her. Really? Oh god, she's so fucking one note. Oh, yeah, it's like always her. the I'm sassy and snap my finger and I'm gonna look at you out of my side. Well, I thought she was okay in fi- as Fish Mooney, but yeah. I'm titers. I think what, I'm so, I she, think what, she didn't get the memo that everybody else got. Jimmy uh. just doesn't understand that you know when you don't have any money, you got to pay for those hamburgers somehow. <laughs> rip, rip, flex, dance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I will say this: it is weird. Uh, here's a weird reaction to your film when a heterosexual straight man who's married says, "Stop fucking talking and take your clothes off because it's funnier." <laughs> wow! Wow! Because wow. the dances are funny as shit. And I never thought I thought Donald Glover would ever become a stripper from Community. Yeah, I yeah I heard that. That's why I heard that. Never takes his show. pants off, but he's he busts. He's got some abs, so he could have been a good Miles Morales. All right, but uh, too old. Yeah, but what's the guy's name from True Blood? Joe Migliano. The wolf. Yeah, exactly. That guy is funny as shit. Mister Sofia Vergara. I forget. Yeah, they're like engaged or married or something. Poor, poor, 
poor man. I know. That's a, that's a gorgeous couple. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's funny as shit in the movie. Uh, um, and then you've got some, oh, I can't think of the guy's name from So You Think You Can Dance, but uh, one of the dancers from there is in there. Anyway. Dance guy. The dances are funny as shit. The movie's two hours long. You get about 20 minutes of dancing. Hmm. It's a too long fucking movie. Even Kathleen over me, she's like, this is fucking boring. I'm like, well, this is the second time you've seen it, so apparently you're okay with it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ladies, don't act like you're not doing what you're doing. You're too chicken shit to go to a gentleman's club, or, or a ladies' club, I would say. <laughs> you're going to watch guys shake their dongs, and that's fine. I don't give a shit, but just don't say, I'm going to the cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's go watch some art, ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. I, lo- I love film. I just love film. One and a half for that one. Oh. Uh, it's no wild things. It is no wild thing. So. Uh, what is, though? Uh, Terminator Genesis. Okay. Okay, so this is the fifth so good Terminator film. Spell it with a Y. Did you see it? Jay saw it, too. Okay. Uh, fifth Terminator film, along with the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I have to acknowledge it because the film does, which is good. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's some homages to, to Chronicles. To the mm-hmm. TV show. Because oh, really? yeah. we love the TV yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Tony. Uh, so the idea is that they start off in the future, uh, and you see why... Kyle is Kyle Reese is sent back to 84. Well, something happens in the timeline, and he's like, you're going to go and find Sarah Connor. This is uh, Jason Clark, who's playing John Connor, old John Connor, saying, you're going to go back. You're going to find Sarah Connor. She's going to be weak. She's going to be feeble. She's going to be a waitress, but you're going to help her. You're going to make her strong. You're going to make her a soldier. Okay, because you know? that's it? that's what happened in the first movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. She was weak. And James she was feeble. She was a waitress. He shows up, and uh, well, something's changed, is that somebody, which I still love because they... I didn't even recognize it until someone told me actually yesterday at the party. We don't know who sent Arnold back to right uh, Sarah Connor when she was nine. Exactly. They ne- they yeah they never cleared that. They never up. said it. So she's already and, a soldier. So she's a she's a soldier. She doesn't need his help. You know, basically she's just as good as he is. You know, good. Yeah, badass Millie Clark. They've already old, oh, uh, mother of dragons. Her. Love her. They have already fractured the timeline so much that when you send, I mean, you're dealing with temporal mechanics that no one can figure out. So you're sending somebody back to a fractured timeline. So anything could have already happened. It may yeah. not have even been their timeline that yep. sent the Arnold back. Wait till you see this movie. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy temporal clusterfucks. Yeah. And there's there's certain things. I mean, so so basically what you get, and, and I love it because uh, first 20 minutes or so of the movie, you get the scene where young Arnold from 84, mm-hmm. uh, CGI version, kind of like how they did Michael Douglas and Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I think it looks good. It looks pretty yeah. good. They're getting pretty, I think Michael Douglas looks better than this, but still, I mean, cause he wasn't in a fight scene. So like it kind of gets a little awkward, but you know, I'm still like, dude, I'm watching the young Arnold fight fucking old Arnold, you know? Because he shows I, up when he's about to uh, fuck up the young was it Bill, Bill, Bill Paxton and uh, the, who's the other guy? It's the punks at Griffith Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, observatory. He's like, I need your boots, your clothes, and all that kind of shit. And he's clothes. like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he, and then I love it because right when he says fuck you, asshole, which I love that they gave because PG-13, they give the one fuck to, to young Bill, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Who, I mean, it's not Bill. It. They found somebody who looks like him. Ah, too bad. But all of a sudden, you hear. Yeah, old Arnold go. You're not gonna need any clothes like that. And he just starts. They fucking start hitting him with a shotgun, and they go at it and all this kind of shit. But it's it's rad. They play with the timeline so well. It's almost like shot for shot on certain scenes, like when Kyle Reese goes into the the department store and grabs the sneakers and like holds it up to his foot, and then like that really cool shot where he's in the dressing room mm-hmm. and he puts his foot down and then like mm-hmm. does the strap of the Nikes. Yep. Which apparently someone told me. God, I'm trying to think who told me yesterday. It was like Egg or somebody said that. They went to, like, the filmmakers and producers went to Nike, and they were like, we need you to reproduce those shoes. Because they would, they would find those exact shoes online, and they would all be scuffed up and shit, because like, yeah. they're used. Yeah, they're, they're like, 30 no, you, years old. You they're dope remi- shoes, too. You got to remake them. And Nike was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And then, like, I guess somebody was, like, you know, high up at, was it Universal? <laughs> or no, it's uh, Paramount, I think. Anyway, 
you're going to remake those shoes. <laughs> so they made 30 pairs. Oh, well, there you and go. That was it. Well, and it only cost them 20 cents at the sweatshop in India. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so they play with the timeline. They end up going from 84 to 2017. Different things happen. J.K. Simmons plays. It's. Uh, I thought it would have been cool if he had played the psychiatrist that yeah. Sarah Connor has to deal with. But that technically, for whatever happens, she would never meet that guy because the timeline Because she's shift. strong, yeah. Yep. So, but... Uh, but he plays a in that storefront scene or the store scene, like they find a, a, a beat cop. And then when they fast forward the future, that's J.K. Simmons' character. Nah. So, I mean, it's fun. You got to turn your brain off. It's just like Jurassic World. Because I start thinking, like, I don't want to spoil things because there is the villain who, to me, was ruined in the trailer and the posters. Yes. But apparently, like, Tony went to go see it yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm like, well, I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah. I won't ruin it. Because the scene where they revealed the main villain okay. would have been fucking amazing, amazing if I didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things. Even the director, Alan Taylor, yeah. said there's there were too many he leaks. Directed, yeah. Uh, yeah, he directed Dark World. Yeah, yeah, they leaked too much. So I, he, it, it was he, still he, a shock for yeah, me he when does I a, found out. But I was like, oh, he does oh. a good fun action. Movie. No, he he said that the marketing department was concerned that people would think that this was a remake mm. and not a, a, a another movie. This is no. not this is not so, the first time that that's happened. I mean, they had the yeah. the. Whole thing with James Gunn actually orchestrating no releases of images of Rocket and Groot for like, yeah. almost up to the point the movie was released because yeah. he didn't want marketing to ruin everything. So I mean, even the director says that they went too far in the marketing. Yeah, it, so, like I tried to watch as many, or excuse me, as not too many trailers because it it does kind of spoil it. But man, it like I'm 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 100 with Jimmy on this. Turn your brain off. I as soon as I saw it, I walked out of that theater. Got in the car and then immediately went home and watched the very first Terminator because yeah. I haven't seen it in a long. And I'm the shot for shot parts are dead on, mm. like I mean, dead on. You're just like this is, it's great. It's great how they did it. And uh, Maya pulled up uh, the old uh, the you know, '84 Terminator. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you could see Arnold swinging dick. Yeah. Yep. Yep, when he's walking up to the punks, really, yeah. just swinging away. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know. Wow. That's not that's not in this one. No, <laughs> yeah, thank, yeah, thank goodness. no CGI dick. <laughs> thank goodness. Yep. Yeah, Carrie, oh yeah, we were, Maya said, ask Carrie if he's watched Terminator in a while, and if, if he knows time. this one. I've, I've really only well. honestly, I've only seen the first one maybe twice. Yeah, because I movie. thought it's okay. It's yeah, you know, I've seen <laughs> well, you, it about twenty five times. I've seen it. Oh, I've seen it so I, many times. I, I laugh every time there's a chase or an action scene because it just sounds like some guy's just going crazy on a Casio keyboard. That's the music for. Yeah, that's actually James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. it's still I hilarious. Be to me. Well, they, um, he'd, he'd he'd been working with uh, he'd been working with before that some of the directors that did their own like Carpenter. You know, Carpenter, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Carpenter does his own music. So. God, that, that shit's it, hilarious. I mean, you're talking to the kid who's got a flux on his leg, who loves time travel. Yeah. And I'm, there's so many issues with it. And I'm sitting there going, stop. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Just watch the fun. Yeah. You know, school if bus you, fly off you, the Golden Gate Bridge. Exactly. Okay. If, you, if you dwell on that stuff too much. Yeah. It'll ruin it. Then this you're going to go. interesting because the Sarah Connor Chronicles yeah. actually did time travel perfect. They really they, did. They, they handled it brilliantly. Go back and watch that. They did it's, it's such a good, a good show. It's a good series. There's some know. great nods to to all the Terminator movies, with minus the except like it negates what Rise of the Rise, Rise of the Machine and then, three. And then what but was the fourth the, one? Sal- Salvation. The, the, yeah, but it doesn't the, negate it because I mean any, it does. Anytime, yeah. anytime you change the timeline, all that stuff happened. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just like classic Trek. I um, mean, and you from, just create a new timeline. And from what I understand, the villain that is at the end makes it so that he could actually be in all of those universes, yep. Yep. including comic books, you know, if you yeah. wanted, you know, so it's what I understand. But it, it's a good time. I haven't seen it. It's, it's again, like, it, I, my review is almost identical to Jurassic World. 
It's a perfect summer blockbuster movie. Yeah, okay. just go see it. All right. This, I mean, I say perfect. It's not perfect, but you know, it's it's, it's the definition. It's a popcorn movie. I definitely, yeah. yeah, it's a popcorn movie. I, I when I was done, I, and Arnold's great in it. Yeah, he still got, he still got he's it. Funny as shit. I mean, I, like, that's just his role. I, mean, I just like, want another smart Terminator movie. I know that that you know we love popcorn movies and we love big shoot 'em up, bang bang movies, but the first Terminator was actually a really it was very smart cerebral movie mm-hmm. in some ways, and the second movie kind of got away from that to a degree, but it still had its it still had its science. I kind of want him to get back to that. Who's you know, the, go ahead and have fun, do your do your blow em ups, but who's the guy who plays Kyle Reese? Ja Courtney. I liked him. Yeah, he's good. It was better than watching Michael Bynes overacting from 1984. Get uh, back for you. <laughs> Love you, Sarah Connor. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like every time Michael okay. Bynes talks in, my, in Terminator, it just looks like he's coming. Like every time. <laughs> That's he's, trying to, he's trying to emote with an underbite. Sarah Connor. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we get back to Butterscotch? Butterscotch! Yeah, three. Yeah, three stars. Yeah. All right. I give it three fools. Anything else? That's good. Yeah. All right. We did it. I think we really did it this time. I think we did. Yeah. Let's return you now to the episode entitled Butterscotch. Butterscotch. <laughs> Please to enjoy. The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar across the street from a bar named Sue. Good news, the Atomic Arcade has been invited to add some classic gaming deliciousness to the already fantastic Salt Lake Comic Con. There's a lot of space to fill, and they're looking for suggestions. So what games would you like to see and play at Comic Con? Here's a list of some that they're planning to show off so far. Galaga, Ms. Pac-Man, Tron, Star Wars, Discs of Tron, Return of the Jedi, Berserk, Star Trek, Centipede. But if there's one that's left out of the list, let them know on their Facebook page at the Atomic Arcade. The Atomic Arcade catering to adults and young adults much less than other arcades. They offer classic arcade games for uh, play at classic prices. Free admission, no hassle with tickets or anything like that. And games are at the classic prices, 25 cents and 50 cents. Go check them out. They're open seven days a week and open late. 3939 Highland Drive, Atomic Arcade. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Frisch Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Frisch, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at frischeats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Frisch such an awesome reality. And we're back. You sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm Ripman. You're making fun of his speech impediment. That's just cruel. Well, fix your speech impediment. <laughs> yeah, get he, some smaller veneers on your teeth. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 bingo. If I could get over my speech impediment, anybody can. <laughs> Let's see. I've got this. Uh, now, this was uh, a few weeks ago, and it it has yet to be completely super confirmed. But I'm willing to go with it. Oh, that's the highest level of confirmation. Yeah. If it's from Latino Review, it's a hundred percent. No. Yo me says. Latina I don't. I don't even. 
Uh, I, think, I don't read them. At I think all. I've blocked them actually. <laughs> the, sec- <laughs> the second I see something saying Latino review, I usually go, "Oh, yeah, that's not happening." That's not happening. Kind of like our World War Hulk movie that was supposed to come out this yeah. month. That and Umberto Gonzalez. I, like, yeah, I'll pass. Uh, but this one, uh, this is from uh, a source I, I kind of trust. Because um, Chiwetel... Chewbacca? No, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, Thank yeah. you. What? <laughs> Great actor from 12 Years a Slave. He's Black Panther. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that, that guy. No, did you just sit with Jeffy one day and he just taught you how to say Isn't that? Isn't him? No, no uh, Black, no. Black Panther's... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Jim Zonhansu? No. No, no, no. Oh. Not Jim. Not, 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 oh, there's no. Not, not Digimon. Um, Jeez. Who's Black Panther? It's the guy I, who was the Jackie Robinson. Jack Black oh. Panther's T'Challa is the king of fucking. God, what is his name? Um, uh, ah, I'm he's, finding he, it. He's got the normal name. Chiwetel Ejiofor was. He's in what? Firefly, too. Yes. And Kinky or, Boots. Or Serenity, yeah. The Serenity, yeah. And he was in Kinky Boots. But I thought he was Black in something Panther? geeky, though. What am I missing? Who's black? Who's playing Black Panther? The act, yeah. actor's name? Bo- uh, Bozeman, yes. Boz. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that's what took us. God We're damn, racist. 30 seconds. Man. Let's go to Burger King. No. Chitty Well Ejiofor. Chuatel. Chuatel. There's an I there. And, and so I, it's so Chuatel Ejiofor? Chuatel Ejiofor. I, I, like, I like the way that Tony Chew- says it. Chew- it's Chew- like he's introducing his Tell new me. black friend in his class. Hey, this is my friend. Chuatel Ejiofor. He is not Chadwick Boseman. Please tell me more about Choo Choo Pinafore. See, I knew that that was wrong because this is a story about something else. What's Chuatel up to? I think it's pronounced Chai Weddle. I like Coachella. Chai Weddle? I like Chai Weddle. I like Chai Weddle. I have a glass of Chai Weddle before I go to sleep. I'd like Chai Weddle. Could I get some right now, actually? Um, so yeah, him has been confirmed for uh, the cast of Doctor Strange. No, that's Cumberbatch. Oh, you mean in the movie? In the movie. <laughs> Is he going to play his manservant? Uh, no, Wong. I hope Wong's played by an Asian. Gentleman. Jesus, Tony! God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sitting right here. <laughs> that that was unintentional. Jesus! It's, it's like he old... sneezed. Like racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You're oh right. God! So sorry. That's, I don't know. The part of Wong should be played by a man or Just pick one. <laughs> That's my great uncle talking. So. Jesus! My bad. Wow. Wong's played by a Jamaican. It's That's the crazy. only other Doctor Strange character I know about. You know about Wong? Wong and Doctor Strange. Okay. Well, one of his big villains, Dormammu, is uh, well. I love the Dread Dormammu, but uh, how about, how he's about? a guy with just a flame for a head. Is it Nightmare? Uh, no. Is uh, it? You're thinking about the other big one. There's like two big ones. There's the Dread Dormammu and Wong. <laughs> See? <laughs> Wong. Uh, and Nightmare. Mephisto? Those are, no. No, uh, Mephisto's more uh, an X-Men. Baron Mordo. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's what they're saying. They're keeping it uh, quiet, but they're saying that he will play at least a version of him. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, they're saying that the film's Baron Mordo will be an amalgamation of characters from Doctor Strange canon and may not be completely villainous at first in the movie. So it's a 12 Years a Slave reunion. I, it is. Yeah, it is. Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch He was, was in that. Yeah! I, I didn't see that movie because I like to be happy. Yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> so a it's a fantastic film, but it's like, I don't want to watch it again. Bernadette <laughs> Cumbersnoot is in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. I, I love the Sorry, diversity dude. in this because you, uh, you have people of all backgrounds and a lizard man being cast in the same movie. No. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah, because he's... Bernadette Cumbersnoot. <laughs> what? I, I, 
think He's Benedict Cumberbatch looks like he, a snake and a panther had a baby. Yeah. Yes. Kat, well, and we speaking on that, that speaking on that, I think uh, that's accurate. A few weeks ago, Kat and I were watching uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and I got really excited because the scene where it came up it goes, "They're watching you. They're watching everyone. They're watching Bruce Banner and Stephen Strange." And Kat goes, "Who's Stephen Strange?" I go, well, "That's Doctor Strange." And she goes, is that going to be a movie? And I go, yeah. She's like, who's playing Doctor Strange? I go, Benedict Cumberbatch. She's like, ooh, I don't like him. And I go, you're out of your mind because he's an amazing fucking actor. Looks like a goblin, but an amazing fucking actor. See, he's got one of those faces where one, one minute he looks real handsome and then he moves. So you're, you know? It's a Seinfeld two-face. Yes. Ooh, yeah. bad lighting on the porch. There are a lot of, you know, <laughs> I've seen a lot of actors and actresses that have that. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is with Buttersnatch Goodstoodle. <laughs> wow. What? Okay. He's a lizard man. <laughs> Butterscotch cum bucket? Yeah. <laughs> Butterscotch cum bucket. Wasn't that a song in the 60s? It can't be the name of the episode, but Butterscotch, Butterscotch cum bucket. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know that I love, love you. you. I can't help myself. I just imagine if you had a Butterscotch cum bucket. And Butterscotch you're, and you're, and you're, and you're, you're like, like you got to drink that. You'd be like, I don't know if I love this or I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but my grandma has it on her countertop. Well, like, who makes? Who's the manufacturer of the cum bucket? Schnapps. Hasbro. Hasbro. No, <laughs> of course. Somebody from uh, Little uh, My Little. What's her name? Uh, strawberry Shortcake Land. I don't uh, know. My Little Pony and shit. <laughs> wow. So you're telling me that there's a there's a Strawberry Shortcake character that smells like a butterscotch cum bucket? I'm surprised really? you guys didn't go. With, why didn't you go with like candy his manufacturers? Name, oh, no, his name is <laughs> his, name, his name is Bud R. Scotch, and it's what he does for a living. It's, <laughs> it's Brock. I will say it's Brock. Is this it's a, a new? Is this a new Wonka product? Brought to you by C's Candy. Going back, Willy really Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka busts in. He's like, "You drank from the butterscotch cum bucket. You're out of here." Oopa loopa doopa dee doo. You can drink from a butterscotch. You were, were fine there. If you'd have dropped butterscotch, it would have worked. The, I know. I did. Have any flow. Do what I did. I'm I, sorry. Real fast, going back, because someone mentioned Hasbro. I have to give love, because uh, we were talking about Ted 2 last week. Yes. Thank you for making Hasbro an evil corporation. Uh-huh. Ted 2 did? Yeah. what they do? They were fully alive. They were the bad guys. They, they were like, the bad guys. They wanted to kidnap Ted and rip him open. They were the villains. Yeah. Hasbro logo by name in the Hasbro office. The Hasbro, like the president of Hasbro, is the asshole. He's got Transformers and My Little Pony shit all over his office. And I'll, you know, spoiler, whatever. When they catch him trying to fuck up Ted, uh, Man of Secret goes, Who the fuck are you? And he goes, I'm from Mattel and runs off. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. The fact that Hasbro was like, Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. We make us the shitheads. We're good. That's funny. I, I salute okay, them. Okay, points to that. Then. Yeah. Points good to that. Good marketing for that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So you got Tilda Swinton, Benedict Cumberbatch. Talk about looking like a goblin. Well, she's playing the ancient one. I always call what? her Zool. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to play the ancient one. The ancient one's usually a dude in the comics. Yeah, an old dude. Let's go ahead and put it. But see, that thing is that she's played, you know... Characters that could be male or female before. Paul like in Feig. Orlando. Paul yeah. Feig needs to cast her as Zool in the new Ghostbusters. Ooh. She was really good in Orlando. If you want to see a movie where she plays men and women, that's, well, that's back in the well, 90s. Then, then that's, I think that they'll probably portray the ancient one as androgynous. As androgynous. That would be kind of cool. Or female. I, I think it would be fine you know, either way. Oh, it could be anything. I'm just glad that they're, again, breaking from the, from mm-hmm. the mold. Yeah. And there aren't enough diehard Doctor Strange fans around to complain, really. So... <laughs> 
I mean, again, he hasn't had a comic since 2006. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I oh, really? I, I thought it was 96. 96? Yeah. 96. It's been that long. Almost 20 years yeah. since yeah. he's had his own title. He's had his own title. <laughs> oh, yet, so he's showing up, just not... And yet he gets a movie before Black Widow. Well, Black Widow's been... Well, Black Widow's a girl. Well, but well, she's... Yeah. <laughs> Dick. But again, she's like a been Doctor Strange with the black superhero. She's playing like a, super, a movie before the girl. Maybe she'll yeah. play his manservant. But she's been prominently <laughs> featured. Uh, that was unintentional. In, oh, sure. in a couple sure. of projects here, I just so didn't know that Infinity was so. going to be such a bigot. <laughs> he's young. He's young. He's young. And right. we give him the power cosmic, and look what happens. Look, you're getting Lucy too, and uh, and a kiss, and a kiss. Oh, was it Columbiana too? Too. Oh, it, really? Really? Yeah. I thought that thing was a failure. Yeah, it, w- it was, and it sucked. Do we really <laughs> huh. need... Make money overseas, I guess? I don't know. Do we really need Lucy 2? No, because Lucy 1 kind of sucked. Uh, Lucy... Yeah. Lucy it made huge bank was the thing. Internationally. I imagine yeah. here it probably didn't Here didn't do sense. as well, but... Lucy- that movie took itself way too goddamn seriously. Yeah, I, I, I would, agree. I would, I'll have to see it. It, it was kind of one of those... It was kind of one of those Luc Besson movies where he goes, it was about a little boy and a fish. But this one, it was like... <laughs> You would see a girl who gets all of her powers, and then she becomes a computer. See, I, I, I never saw it, yeah. and I, you're not missing much. It's gorgeous, and I, I but I, once I hear that there's a sequel coming, I feel like, well, I need to see it now. No, you don't. Yeah. No, it's you really, don't have to see the sequel, Carrie. What the fuck? It's really pretty. Yeah, fucking and, robot. <laughs> and there's some, there's some kind of, there's some kind of cool ideas going on there, but it's kind of like Chappie, where I think that the movie gets completely overrun by its own concept. Like, if Luke Besson had stepped back and said, oh, I'm letting the concept run away with the movie, hmm. and it's kind of the same thing that happened with Chappie. See, I'm, I'm waiting for Chappie to come on Blu-ray so I can it's watch. Out. I can, it's out. It's out now. It's yeah. out I love that. Okay, loan it to me so I can watch it home by so myself. And Jesus Christ, Cage. I, I really, I really The robot will die, and I'll cry. You know that. Oh, he doesn't die. He just blows shit up. He rips people in half. Oh, he dies. And he skull fucks a mule. I've not seen the movie. Wow. I know for a fact he dies. He's his manservant. <laughs> <laughs> The first one was unintentional. The second one about Scarlett Johansson, that was that was That was spot on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so they're... Uh, remember that comic book, Chew? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird comic. Uh, I guess uh, they shopped it around like pretty, pretty HBO. Cool, and it's, it's a about hard a, it's sell, a, man. It's about a guy who can uh, eat things and tell what happened to them before they died. He is a SIBOpath. Uh, C-I-B? Yeah. Is it SIBO or Chibo? And there's one, there's like one thing he can eat that he doesn't tell the background on it. But like if he eats an orange, he can tell what happened to the orange right before it was picked. Yep. So unfortunately, he gets picked as a, as a forensic pathologist and he has to eat the flesh of murder victims to see how they were murdered. Mm-hmm. Well, did, did, doesn't he start off in the FDA? Yeah, well, because... Searching because for chicken, because chicken's outlawed. Yeah, it's yeah. illegal. Yeah. Yeah. And he eats it with some fava beans and a nice cold Chianti. So he's like a, a, a reluctant eye zombie. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that. Kind of, yeah. Uh, well, How much does he have to eat? Well, actually, is it, taste. is it eye zombie and reluctant eye zombie? Yeah. Oh, but she has to, Yeah, it's yeah. not that she... Yeah. Extra okay. I'm reluctant. mildly getting hooked on that show. I, I quite enjoyed it. I like that show. Yeah. I quit. Really? <laughs> Sorry, be the dick. <laughs> yeah, I like it, too. I was, I was out. But the same right, thing Jimmy, I was wondering about... Remember nah. when Terminator was on? Uh-huh. I was like, I better vagina's cold. Did you say Star were used to it? Fuck you. It took me a while. I'm that was kidding. a slow burn there. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't uh, mean it, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Shut up. Well, they're, oh. ma- they're making an animated version of it. Of Chew? Of Chew. Cool. Chow. And uh, so you got to uh, the, the guy who I said should have played, if, it, if they did it for HBO, uh, Stephen Yun, Chekhov, yeah. uh, playing Chew, Chew, the lead character. 
Uh, you've got, uh, let's see, uh, uh, where, where's his love interest? Uh, Felicia Day is the girl. Oh, cool. Hmm. Uh, she's a writer, a food critic, who can she's, write about food so precisely that the reader actually feels like they're tasting the food that she's right. talking and she about. And she gets so bored writing good reviews that she starts going to the shittiest restaurants in the world because <laughs> she can't stand writing good reviews anymore. So what ends up happening, people read their food reviews and then they projectile vomit for 15 minutes afterwards. <laughs> well, they hired David Tennant to be in it now. And, uh, and and here's the thing is that the reason that this has taken so long, and I didn't, I, I did a little digging... The guy responsible for making this happen, making it go, is Robin Williams. Oh. He was a fan of the comic book. Only had to go huh. fucking die. Can we talk he, about this? Yeah, I'm having the weirdest we, deja vu. We, 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 oh, we did? I don't know if we talked about Chew. I swear we did. You and me, break. maybe, during a yeah. broken news. Okay, like, yeah. I'm having the weirdest deja vu. Okay, no, yeah, you're right. We did during broken news. <laughs> I, have, I have it written down here. You're right. <laughs> We're used to that. So. But these guys didn't hear about it, so sorry. No, I just I was like I was like, how the fuck do I know this? You guys go back and listen to <laughs> the episode where we talk about that. I can't because I like to listen in my car and then I get a contact drunk and I drive into something. That's right. Was it? It was it was it was on Friday, yeah, that's true. At the radio? Okay. No. I was okay. having the weirdest fucking thing. You're right. Hey, could you get me a vodka, please? It's like the Matrix is fucking up. <laughs> it's just a glitch. Uh, ice, uh, rocks, please. Uh, uh, Stoli, if you would, please. Uh, get him the Stoli. Yeah. I want one, too. Oh, I want a Stoli. I want one, too, Egg. <laughs> Eggs by everybody drinks. It's great. How, how many? Four. Four? Five. Six. Five. Okay. Five. I want one, too. Seven. Six. Because it's, it's clear I need alcohol. Oh, five. 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 It's this clear I need alcohol to make the show better. Five and a shot better. of water no. for, for, for Tony. Yeah. Why did you make it better? Oh, because I, I, it was clearly marked that I had read that. I kept going. Oh, really? <laughs> I just kept going. This. You were just freaking me out because I'm guys, like, did I fucking dream this? Right, like, hold on. This is the fr- first and only time you've ever fucked up. Congratulations. Oh, it's not the first. No. Yeah, guys, we, we do it all the time. No. I, and he did it so well, I didn't even notice. It was such a beautiful fuck up. Hours yeah. right through that. <laughs> all right. Here's one I know. It was I like did. watching a gazelle in Africa freak out. Here's you, one I know you didn't. I didn't tell you about. You were shiny and chrome. Yes. It's also another comic book adaptation. Yes. Coming to to movies. Yes. Uh, Let's see. So it's um, Michael Keaton was just in uh, Birdman. Birdman. It pissed me off because I was hoping so bad in Ted 2. Sorry to bring it back. There's a part where he goes, let's call Beetlejuice. And he goes, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. He goes, stop it. You don't know the don't fucking powers that, that yeah. you're messing with. No, we don't want that crazy fucker running we around. We don't want that fucker in this courtroom. And I was like, if they had done it and Michael Keaton ran in as fucking Beetlejuice, I, four stars. Four <laughs> fucking stars. Didn't do it. I was so pissed. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Is now, after starring in a movie about a comic book movie. Yep. Is now developing an actual comic book movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Fox just closed the rights on the deal. It is called... Uh, Imagine, and that's uh, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. That's imagine I am I period M period A. It's it's an ac- it's an acronym. That's a long acronym. It's a long acronym. Uh, but it's a comic book. Uh, uh, should we drink? All right, here we go. Yay! Yeah. We're drinking to him. Thanks, vodka uh, fairy. To, to, to Carrie's first fuck up. To to, to, to egg foo for yes. for getting these to for us. Foo. Yes, thank you, sir. All right, follow him on Twitter. He's funny as fuck. Egg foo. E G G. F-O-U. My vodka (laughs) tastes like Dr. Pepper. (laughs) It shouldn't. I'm not familiar with this comic book properly. All right. Uh, It's it's, uh, Imagine. 
is, is the name of the organization. Uh, it's called Imagine Agents, right. is the name of the comic book. And it's an organization that's like Men in Black, but they, uh, uh, they focus on uh, what happens when uh, kids' imaginary friends oh. go out of control. Oh, that, bing bong. Sounds like that's kind of cool. So, concept. to which I just say, bing bong, bing no. bong. No, leave Bing Bong alone. I love Bing Bong. Motherfucker makes you cry. My, my imaginary friend was this gunslinger. And did you have an imaginary friend? I did when I was a, kid, a little kid. Was well, his name I, Roland? We're, we're going to go around no, the table. He, he was not Roland, but I remember being in Virginia City in Nevada, and, and the entire time I was there, I was walking around, and there was a gunslinger with me. And then for probably two years afterwards, and then that went away when I was about eight, and then I had an imaginary friend from the suicide that I found. When I was about 19. But that's a whole other story. You read that in my book, Adventures in Vocational ADD. <laughs> <laughs> Imaginary friend growing up? Did you? Saw it's still there. Still there? His yeah. name's Lee. It's my hope, hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy? Never had one, but it's funny that when you said imaginary friend, obviously Bing Bong is our closest one. I always go drop dead Fred. Really? Oh, yeah. Love that fucking movie. Really? Love it. It is a good one. I it, can't say I, I didn't see it, it, but it's I, a shitty movie. It's a shitty. I love it. Okay. As fuck. All right. I think that's more of our but generation it's got, thing. Rick Mayall. Rick, Rick Mayall from yeah. the young yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tony still has an imaginary friend. Jay, did you? <laughs> Don't <laughs> make fun of religious I'm, people, Carrie. Hey, hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Did I have an imaginary friend as a kid? Yeah. I still have one now. You do? Yeah. Like I mean, he's right here. It's me. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with an imaginary friend. I like, um, I wanted to like Calvin. I wanted to be a part of like Calvin and Hobbes universe so bad. I used to write letters to Bill Watterson every day. <laughs> he just wants to I'm piss on just... Chevrolets a lot. Yes. No, it's Fords. The oh. Fords get pissed on. No, I, I, I've seen both. I piss on sobs. Oh, okay. Imaginary friend. I did. Tony. Uh, his name was Butterfly. Whoa! <laughs> you got a fucking Hold name. It. His yeah. name? I think so. I don't remember if Butterfly. it was a boy or a girl. Where, where did he live? I have no idea. This is just what my what parents it, told me. What was this thing about? You know? Oh, you don't remember it. This is no, just what they're, this is what what they're telling told you. Me, yeah. The, rea- just, the reality. Just Butterfly. Butterfly. The, the reality of it is, is that right now we're all sitting in Tony's imagination. None of us are really here. <laughs> <laughs> You're all butterflies. We're all butterflies. The people, here, the people here at Ruby's are getting ready to call the cops. Yeah, <laughs> you got Shannon Butterfly <laughs> and Carrie Butterfly. My, no, my Jay Butterfly. Friend, he, uh, he was a legendary jazz musician, and uh, he wore pillows on his face. Oh, Pillow Fest James? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> uh Two gold albums. Not I, bad. Yeah. I love Pillow Face yeah. Jenkins. It was, I, uh, it was known for his hit uh, Butterscotch Cum Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Butterscotch Cum Bucket. <laughs> I wish I had a cool imaginary friend when I was little, like Lee's, I, uh, the gunslinger. I just had, I grew up, you know, in Salem, Utah, around a lake, Salem mm-hmm. Pond. And mm-hmm. So my imaginary friend was a seal that lived in the pond. Nice. Oh. Of course, it's not salt water. It's fresh water. He would have died immediately. But <laughs> maybe he was a freshwater seal. But uh, maybe. Maybe he was a freshwater seal. Maybe he was, I, a, maybe his, it was a Kelpie. His name was Sammy. I do apologize for making Butterscotch Come Bucket's voice uh, uh, more like Randy Newman. Well, <laughs> I think that's what it would sound like. It's a Butterscotch Everybody going out for some butterscotch come buckets. Got a bucket in me. Got oh, a bucket. God. And then you put some butter in the bucket. You got a bucket in me. Just swallow the butterscotch. 
You guys just made the worst movie ever. Werther's original. Is that, is that Butterscotch? Werther's original is. Okay. Yes. No, it's caramel. If you I'm haven't sorry. yet, for the love of God, please go watch online the, uh, what do they call them, Honest Trailers? Yeah. Of true uh, Toy Story. Are those funny? I would say oh, watch God. the Honest Trailers. I, like, I haven't seen those, but I've seen a lot of their other ones, yeah. You will see in the Toy Story, uh, what's his name, Will Sasso. Mm-hmm. As Randy Newman. Oh yeah, he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great Randy. Newman. This is the song from Toy Story. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like all of the honest trailers. Yeah, they're usually they, funny. They did one of the Hillbilly Avengers that I thought was fantastic. Oh god, it was so funny. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. All right, games, movies, movies. Uh, well, I haven't. I've got it at home. They sent it to me, but I haven't had the chance to watch it. I want to watch it, and Tony's gonna get excited. What? Maggie. Ah, oh, I want to see that still with the. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, and his zombie daughter. Zombie yeah. daughter, yeah. I heard some good things. This, want, is, this is him acting. I like him. I want to borrow that. He acted in Red Heat. <laughs> it's my daughter. My daughter is a zombie. Yeah. Don't she's, shoot. Don't shoot her in the head. That's my daughter. She's dying. She's got the zombie. <laughs> she's got the zombie. I <laughs> hope that's a line. <laughs> I, just, I just remember I remember in Red Heat when he looked and he was like, I know you're not the funny Belushi, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to fight these monsters, bastards. I want to see it. All right. Uh, I'll let you know in the future. I'll let you see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Woman in Gold came out with uh, Deadpool. That's the sequel and, uh, to Woman in Black. And Helen Mirren, who's still the oldest woman that I am still very attracted to. That's weird, isn't it? She's a, Oh, she's hot. She's 92. I don't care. <laughs> she's I'm going to go to her funeral going, she's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the zombie. Low, <laughs> I'd hit that. Lower me in, boys. <laughs> she's dead in a casket. I'd hit that. Uh, Jimmy, you're gross. I didn't say I'd hit that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I just might grab a boob. No, Whoa. We're gonna, oh. I like I like no. who Tony's becoming on this panel. I mean, on this on this uh, this episode. Well, we're, in, we're in his head. So. Yeah. yeah, we're just He's figments of his imagination. Racist. Is this like Herman's head, but it's Tony's head? Yeah. 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 Who's anger? You guys don't want to know what's in my head. <laughs> who the fuck do you think is anger? <laughs> Me. Just read your goddamn video. Right. Page. Slow West is coming out. <laughs> uh, Michael Fassbender, a uh, Western from Sundance. Oh yeah, heard okay. good things. I heard it was slow. Kill Me Three Times wow, wow. with Simon Pegg. Oh, where he plays the, a hitman. Uh, that's the Doors movie. Yep. Uh, I have to admit, this is a, a guilty pleasure. I've, you guys have given me shit before, but now it's on Blu-ray. Robot Jocks is now on fucking Robot Blu-ray. Jocks finally on Blu-ray, huh? <laughs> finally. Uh, Joe Dirt, which I never saw. Oh, that movie. Is it good? Terrible. It's terrible. That movie, shitty. I watched it probably 18 times in one summer in high school. It is My not friends an, and I were addicted to it. It is not an accurate portrayal of custodian artists. I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see uh, Nicolas Cage as a helicopter pilot, well, that's Firebirds on Blu-ray. Oh. <laughs> wow! Wow! Somebody doesn't like uh, Mike. Doesn't like Mike. Doesn't like that one. I love this one. It's the first. Mike, you're yelling. You're <laughs> frothing. If I love movies that came out in the past and they re-release it and they try to like brand it like it's better than it really is, mm-hmm. and so this one is starring Academy Award winner Denzel Washington. Okay, I'm and interested. A, and Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Also, oh, yeah, that's yes. virtuosity. Oh, no. what? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, like before w- they had their careers. That didn't that's work. Like, no, that's, that's how like they pushed it. You burned me once on that movie before, you sons of bitches. Uh, the Big Chill is hmm. now a Criterion. Okay, uh, I'm, that's a soft, that's, soft spot for that's me. That's a good one. I, I, I like that one, one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. I'll bet too. it's not as good as Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack to Joe Dirt was pretty, pretty did, good. Did, yeah. did Joe Dirt have Glenn Close crying in a shower? 
No. Oh, then it's probably shit. You're right. But it had a. <laughs> they have an incredibly famous actor just playing a corpse. It had a Hemi. Yeah. Who it played it? Was it Nicholas Cage? No, no it was uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Costner. Costner. It was Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, he was just the corpse. They shot scenes with him too, and they yeah, just didn't put it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's before yeah. anything. Uh, and last but not least, House of Cards season three. Ah, uh, House of Bad People doing bad things. I need to watch that. Oh, because dude, I no, enjoy. No, no, you uh, do not. Everybody, I love politics stuff too, and everybody tells me I need to watch it. No, you do not need to watch that because you'll get ideas. Well, I'm catching up on Orange is the New Black, and then I'll get to that. You no, you'll get ideas. Ideas? Yeah, ideas. Ooh, are we opening up another loot crate? Yeah. He's, he's oh, a, cool. He is. He is without a doubt one of the most Machiavellian characters ever. I, I, written. So you're just selling it to me. Yeah. No. Well, you're going to get <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Uh, we'll do games in a second, Tony. Be ready. We'll, okay. It's time to open up our Karen, second. I just want to say, oh. like, I just finished watching Orange is the New Black. Oh, the and season three? That, yeah, the people that were complaining about it, shut the fuck up. It was good. Really? Okay. What I, were they complaining about? Uh, that it didn't focus enough on Piper. I, I would like so? it to focus yeah. less on Piper. Piper's the least interesting character. She really the show. is. Well, she least... gets pretty interesting at the end, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, she, cool. She's kind of the least interesting. I would like right them now. to focus more on her girlfriend. I, I like that. You mean Laura Perpon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean Mary Jane Watson? <laughs> Who's the one that's doing the Grease impression? I like her. I do too. She's cute. She's, <laughs> she's doing a very bad impression of Rizzo. someone who would, be, yes, Rizzo or somebody who would be in Grease. But I love her. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot thanks, loot crate. thanks, Tom Servo's Revenge. Tom Servo's Revenge bought us a Loot Crate, and this is our Loot Crate number three. Right. I don't think so, I have this first one. Okay, what's this? <gasps> it's a mini Terminator skull. Well, I know who needs that. <laughs> who needs that? Well, Tony. Fucking Tony for Christ's sake. This is awesome. <laughs> That's not how you say it. How would that mini? How would that mini head sound though? How would a mini? I can't even do that. I, like, higher, higher my brain voice. hurts. Higher pitch. I know. But I, you can't do Arnold without being low voice. No, yeah, you can. I once got to get out of here. <laughs> 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 this is my little tiny. Uh, it's all like Hans and Franz. Germinate the Genesis. It's Hans and Franz. It looks like a, like a purse. It's a pencil. Pencil, case. pencil holder. Case, yeah. Maybe a yeah, kid to step. I don't know. Oh, it's got a little thing so you can carry it around. Oh, this is pretty cool. It's the, the brain chip of a Terminator keychain. Um, Miles Dyson invented that. I'll take it. There okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I shall take that. He did technically invent it. He received it, and then he built upon. He, well, uh, guess what? I just received it. He, <laughs> he reverse engineered it. There you go. Yeah. What is this? What, what is, is this? It's just a head? Pad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. A Borderlands mouse pad? Oh, shit. That's dope. Borderlands? Anybody, that's way cool. Anybody want? Uh, uh, Borderlands oh, is oh. one of my favorite games of all time. Okay, well then. But I already got the Terminator head. Well, we can so. will the Terminator head to someone else. It's, it's like one of those Christmas parties that you can yeah, steal. He can, he can, can have He can have both. I think you're a big Borderlands fan. I like though. Borderlands. I can't play it for very long. Pass I don't know what least. this patch is. Oh, mean? does anyone recognize that? That's from Tomorrowland. Nicole, is that? Is it? Do you recognize this? Well, it doesn't look uh, like it looks like an owl. Tea. Is that an anime thing that I don't know about? Okay. The little book will tell you what it is. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Nicole does really well, is that she, uh, she tells me about anime things that I know nothing that about. From an she's anime? A, she's is an that anime. from an anime? I ask her, is that from an anime all the time? I don't that know. That from an anime? Oh, oh cool. Battlestar Galactica. I'm in. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, Command issue. Nerd machine stickers? Well, those look good. Anybody want those? This must Tag them. Yeah, kids like stickers. Jesus Christ. Oh, so this is... <laughs> Oh, so this is like Battlestar Galactica, like blueprints or something. Here's a button that says Loot Crate Cyber. Who likes buttons? I like cyber. Build your own Cylon. Yeah. And I <laughs> saved it last uh, because I'm, I'm taking this one. 
<laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? It's a T-shirt with Optimus Prime. Oh, it's the Optimus Prime Tron shirt. And the Tron. Oh. Yep. Oh, oh this one. Okay. Cool. This, is this the new one? This is the new one that yeah. just came out. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming in my nice. size. Yep. Yay! Awesome. I'm taking that one. Me and Jimmy will be rocking that together. Did we identify the patch? I don't know what the patch is. Look in the look in the book there. We'll find out what the patch is. Pass uh, that down to Lee. Games. Uh, there's nothing this week. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I got a review from my brother-in-law about Batman uh, Arkham Knight. Okay. What's, what's your brother-in-law have to say? Batmobile fucking rocks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's fucking it's way awesome. cool. He's got it on Xbox and One. I, so. I love our good friend uh, Adam McDonald. Yes. Hates the Batmobile. Really? Hates the Batmobile? So we're not friends anymore. <laughs> oh. We're done. I went to his wedding. Why he no li- why he no like? He says he doesn't like that it forces him to drive the Batmobile so much. Oh, he game. wants to be jumping around being Batman? I guess. Well, then play the older game. Yeah, That's right. Go, play Arkham City. <laughs> or, or just flat out refuse to get in the car and see how far you get. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> You'll you last like, five minutes. You could be like the guy that plays uh, plays one of those zombie games without a gun. Okay, yeah. we found out what the owl patch is. Do we know? Future replicant corporate logo pack. Future replicant, so like Blade Runner. Yeah, that's what it sounds oh, like. Oh, that's right, because Blade Runner they made oh, an owl. Oh, the owl. It's the Tyrell, yeah. Corporation. Uh, Tyrell Corporation. That's cool. We're terrible that's people. Kind of, that's kind yeah. of a cool patch. That's, yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obscure. You think Max would like it's it? really obscure. The, 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 the boy will put this on his crazy jacket. Yeah. Nice. That's really obscure. So, I'm putting. Thank this, you, Tom Servo. Thank you, Nicole. Tyrell Corporation. Thank you, Tom Servo. I'm putting this on my desk at work. How weird the, uh, is it that that's the second time Tyrell Corporation stumped us on the show? That's right. You know what's really cool, though? I've got, I took out like five items that you guys already know about. Oh. I'm just kidding. That's oh, not cool. I, would, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. That. Well, that Hobgoblin Knobgobbler is really awesome. I'll tell you what. Because of that, I've got some Blade Runner news for next episode. What? All right. I do. I have Blade Jealous Runner. is making a new album? He's adding new music to the... 20 minutes of new synth 20 minutes of... Vangelis. Uh, you like Chariots of Fire? You love Blade Runners. That's right. I, I did keep the Green Goblin butt plug. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah you can have that. The yeah, Green Goblin. Put a bullet in it, Mr. B. Ah, well, I'd eat more ham, but I totally filled up on the Butterscotch Cum Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> butterscotch Cum Bucket.